Hey, 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 hey. First thing first up, before I even start this podcast, y'all need to head over to Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you stream music at, and download my dogs, my brothers, they project, man. Not the same two out right now, Native Sounds. Let me go ahead and spin it. Hey, yeah, not the same two. Native Sounds. In three business, man. Oh, fucking you. Man, don't sit here and talk about it, man. Be fly about it. Uh, Get your in three business, hold a little bit, wait a minute. It ain't a party unless you got native up in it. Styling, profiling, and rolling up sticky. Smoking on Sprite, then my mentors say citrus. Forgive me, I'm dripping. My foot riding, growing little bitch, I stay lifted. We not the same, we just different. 2010, yo, we living. Oh, so fabulous, there's no competition. They say you dropped the table, well, I must have missed it. Like Thomas Edison, no, we did not hear it. Death to the bullshit, blind to the fuckery. MTV2 moves, yeah, I'm staying sucker free. A lot of old friends, they Jackson, they dust to me. Don't gotta be the weekend, the crew love me, don't really see any rappers above me Run our test, yeah, this shit can get, get ugly. ugly I see my future <laughs> click going in beast mode Rocking all these hoes, big as a beat So much money, I'ma give it a check R.I.P. Nuts, see my bitches with clear Laughing at fuck niggas, they like a pair Still not the same, ain't no need to compare Ain't no need to compare Look, niggas get tight when you flowing them tracks Feel some tough way when you stacking them stacks I'm on a private room, they smoking back Worth the little flea, I'm like, no keep Shout out a little flea. I don't throw punches, <laughs> I point and sit back Try me, you find I don't know me like that They cannot see me like probably no Desi I'm running straight to the bank <clears throat> They wanna do what I do, they can't Run or run up when they see me, they ain't Wanna know why it's cause we not the same This little nigga Come be rapping, boy approach, What is your aim? Hold on, hold on, listen to him, listen to him How you run shit but got no automotive Talking huh? that tough talk but they ain't even Mobile. Ain't something petty, shit ain't got no cars, See what what when the south said it done though. Who was serious to be doing the fundo? I'm picking all of the shrimp by the gumbo. But look at yo, listen up, then we dumbo straight up and down. These niggas hunchback. Let your girl try it once and she like that. Then leave a trip when I'm done, give it a right back. That's that heat right there, dog. Them my dogs, man. Make sure y'all go check that project out ASAP, dog. I'm talking about right now. You can pause this podcast right now. Go ahead, click download, and come back to the podcast, man, because you definitely going to want to hear this episode that I got for you right now. I got a female on here, and you know what? It's kind of funny, dog, because I was just looking at my numbers. <sighs> this is real sad. This is real sad. But I was just looking at my numbers, dog. My audience... Is 17% females. That's garbage. But <laughs> today I got a female on here and we talked about, uh, I wouldn't say some feminine topics, but you know, we talked about some male versus female type topics. So I feel like that number will go up, hopefully. And it's actually a dope podcast. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to stop talking so much because I let the first song play way too long, but I just couldn't find a stopping point. <laughs> but I hope y'all enjoy this podcast, man. For real. My sexuality. Hey, hey.
yeah, I think I got. I can drink two days in a row max. After that, I gotta sit down somewhere. Two days in a row, shit. Yeah, that's no. all I got. Two days in a row, that's all I got. Hell no, nah, a couple of hours with me, it is gonna take like maybe nine hours the next day <laughs> for me to jump in right. I can't yeah. afford that, man. Hell no. Nah. But see, you got shit to do though, so. That's that's really what it is. That's what I be telling my homeboys that drink a lot. Like when you ain't got shit to do, you mm-hmm. just gonna drink every day. You gonna smoke. You mm-hmm. gonna do dumb shit. But when you got shit to do, you know when you wake up in the morning, you gonna suffer. Nah, that shit ain't the move. No, no deal. I know I stop my limb. I'm like I have a nice little combo, and then I'm like ah, I hate that little combo. Unless I got, unless I'm off the next day, I'm like I might go in a little bit. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm going a little bit. But other than that, that little limit, cut it off. Hell no, nah. I can't do it neither. But yeah, man, another episode of Sit Down with Slim. We got uh, the entrepreneur, newly formed podcast in the building. What's that? <laughs> Slim, I'm excited. Really? Yes, yes. People be telling me that I don't, I don't be seeing it. Like, yeah. they like doing this shit though. Yeah, yeah. You bring something different. You bring like a, like a, a rough type of feel where you can be yourself, talk shit. Yeah. You don't care what you don't care what people say. And so I get I get different reviews from people, but it all depends on how they take you. So, but I like yeah. it. Be it, yourself. It's crazy. I used to have a big female audience, and now my female audience is like nothing. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah, you know I was kind of sad shit, about man. it though. I was sad about it. I know I say bitch a lot, but I don't talk <laughs> bad about women. So I was like, I really don't deserve to lose my female audience. Mm-mm. Yeah, they sensitive. You know, we sensitive, but I don't know. You cater more to the guys. Some of your content is more shit, guys. Talking to Mike. Um, oh, yeah, my good. bad. Yeah, um, you, you, you. Now you kind of cater more to the fellas, though. Yeah. So I mean, you gotta bring something for the ladies. I do a lot of music at. shit too. Yeah. But see, the female audience gonna jump up again now because you on here. I just mm. need a female on here. That's bad. what it is. Look, I get exposure to the fellas. Yeah. <laughs> Look, that's my audience. I had yeah. to be real with myself. That's my audience. Like if RG or my analytics, I'm like seventy seven men, seventy seven percent men. That's it. Chicks don't fuck with me like that. Yeah. Mm. I got a homeboy, I think um I had shared one of your posts. He got a big crush on you. He was like he was like, Man, I like girls like that. I said, Yeah, I already know, dog. He loves bigger women. He uh-huh. loves them. So yes. when he seen you, he was he was like, Slim, I like her. So, like so he's a lover of big women. He not the ones that like women just because they're proportionate and they thick in the hips and pretty face. He's nah, like he like big women. General. He always has. Since uh, we were like little kids. I had to get him always. on my podcast. I can't find a guy like that. And if I find a guy like that, they're too scary to get on the mic. Yeah. That ain't fun. I don't know what it is. I think it's this weird thing. Like when, when we was young, we used to pick on the big girls and stuff. So yes. now nah, men still on some like, nah, I don't like big girls. And it's like, bruh. Cause I got a homeboy that's like what you just said. Like he loves big women. When he hear this, he's gonna be mad as hell. But <laughs> he loves big women. He swear up and down, like, man, I don't like big girls. I'm like, bro, you love big women. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong. I don't now it's okay. At first yeah. it wasn't okay. Like it was hush us. I was the big girl. I was the the person they picked on in school. I called big girl, big mama. They laughed at me, all kind of stuff. So I I, I got all of that. Now like it is it I made a full cycle turn. Like fellas is really out there. Yeah, they're I, like yes, it's a fetish world. Yeah, I think the idea like of a big woman has changed. Also though, like. Um, when we was young, we used to be like, oh, the big girls, they smell funny and they do weird yeah. stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now it's like when you see a big woman, the whole stigmatism of it has changed. Like you see confidence, you mm-hmm. know, you see somebody that carried himself well. Mm-hmm. 
I wonder when the hell that that started though. Like when did the switch happen? Man, it's, let me tell you, I'm 33. Probably say within the last 10 years, it been some type of revolt, and I I can't. Unfortunately, I can't put my finger on what happened. But I did see the transition. As I get older, I begin to see the oh shit, we in, we yeah. in, oh shit. <laughs> like they really want to go in public with us now. Really? Yeah. They they really don't mind saying yeah, I got her on my arm now. They don't mind saying that. I mean, they don't really mind saying it now. So I I get it. I dig it. We should shit. Fuck, yeah. We fine too. But you know, before that happened, the thing I didn't like about men that was um. That kind of went after big women. They went after them because they felt like bigger women had a lack of confidence, and that's true. Yeah, and it's still true today, to this day. I don't like people that take advantage of people though for their insecurities. I hate mm. that shit. Yeah, the niggas do it. Yeah, they do it. I mean, even myself. <laughs> I laugh at this because uh, this guy that I've been knowing for a while now, he's been part of my transition, mm -hmm. and like prior two years ago, maybe like. Five, six years ago, my confidence was not as, as high as it is now, and I accepted anything. See, plus-size women, I don't care, big girl, whatever it is, all women suffer low self-esteem, right? Correct. But it's it's a difference when you have low self-esteem and you accept anything, you allow anything. You you don't have a voice because you want that attention. You want somebody to look at you. You want somebody to, to take you out to eat. You want somebody to do things with you. So I was like that. Crazy to say, I was voiceless. I just, uh, I just allowed people to handle me any kind of way, you know. Until this person seen it, he seen it all of a sudden. He was um getting ready to move out of town, and he said, "Oh, little bitch, done lost weight. Now you got value." <laughs> and let me tell you, that was a defining moment. That was a defining moment. What do you in my mean life. by that, though? Because. He was when I was heavier. He dealt with me, mm -hmm. and when he when he called, he a call when he want to call, you know, I, I let him pull up, let him pull up, whatever, whatever, but. I had to always argue with him about well, why shit why we ain't doing nothing. Like I ain't no closet, bitch, I'm fine. Like yeah. why we ain't doing nothing. So all of a sudden, but I didn't say that. I was voiceless. I just allowed him to do it because he had a particular look. You know what I'm saying? He was a nicer person that I used a quality of men I was, you know, being introduced yeah. to. So I'm not getting fine men. So <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so anyways, long story short, to that point to today, I'm still fighting with him because he he's so used to used to me being voiceless he like man i need the old girl back fuck no we have a voice so if you got low self-esteem fuck it you don't have no voice but um like you said it's kind of with all women though like i've dealt with that with women in my past yeah like i probably dealt with them during the time where they were a little insecure about something then you know, when you like in your early twenties, like you trying to figure shit out. When you start reaching thirty, you know exactly what you want, how mm -hmm. you want it, when you want it. So then somebody who playing with you, you like, oh no, nah, I can't fuck with him because mm -hmm. I got little Ray Ray over here. Mm -hmm. He he want to take me out to eat. You know what I'm saying? Hello, hello. But see, us as men, we know who we like want to take serious and who we don't want to take serious though. But you know what, y'all. But do we though. play the game. Though. You play the game. Oh. Yeah. Come I on, give, all the time, give me the, the game. game. This is what you're doing. Oh no, nah, I ain't what Steve I'm, Harvey now. No, 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 no. <laughs> but you, but you're saying guys have been saying this same thing. I ask a lot of questions since I've become a podcaster. I, I ask a lot of questions, and I be wanting to know about men. I be wanting to know, and they say the same thing. We only do what y'all allow, and you'll play the game, and y'all do all that shit. You, you got the one that you want to be with, and you got the one that'll be your Tuesday, your three, your your Thursday. Or somebody shit when I ain't got to do, I'm going to call her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Them facts. Yeah. Like, like, we know. 
we play around. You know what I'm saying? But see, mm-hmm. like, it's kind of childish to think of and speak of it like this, but it's true. It's <laughs> it's a game. Like, you meet a girl. Me, personally, I can't speak for all men because I'm a little different than most men. Mm-hmm. Like, men have really low standards. I don't. So, most of the time I see a woman, I know I'll rip, like, what I want with her. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll rip. I'll rip. Like, I was just telling one of my homeboys the other day, I was like, woman ain't got no car, it's dead. <laughs> like, you ain't no if ands, or maybes. Mm-mm. Like, Mm-mm. we dead right there. Mm-hmm. If you stay with your parents, super dead. Mm. Like, super dead. I can't even play like that. And if you ain't got shit to lose, because I got shit, shit to, to lose. lose. Yeah. Like, I be telling my homeboy, my homeboy used to stay with me, and he had this crazy ass girlfriend. Shawty used to come over here trying to bust windows out and all kind of shit. I'm like, Shawty, I don't know what you heard, but I worked hard to get here. Like you, I ain't, I can't let you fuck that up. Mm-hmm. That's why I be telling them you gotta mess with chicks that got something to lose, that got something going on. Then on top of that, like a woman that has business about herself, she ain't got time to come bust your windows out. Mm-mm. She too busy. She tired. You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. We ain't got time. Um, what I about to say? Damn, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> nah, you what good? I do that shit look, all the time. What we just said? What we just said? We was talking about uh the insecurities. The insecurities, having, having insecurities. Yeah, you know about this about the uh, about the confidence, like chicks, like low self esteem. Be a supper guy that ain't got no car. Yeah, long as you treat her right, y'all be playing shit, play manipulator. Yeah, I love you. Call up a little bit, you know what I'm saying? You know, beat up a little bit, beat the good. Yeah. Oh yeah, she don't care about you not having a job. Uh-huh. She don't care about you not having a car. Fuck that shit. Like you say, my now I didn't have the requirement, but now you gotta have a job. You gotta have a car. You got you gotta stay by yourself. It's nothing you gotta wrong be ambitious. with having standards, neither. Yeah, no, you gotta have you gotta have ambition. Man, you gotta see the video I did with my homeboy Blue. It was called uh, "Men Have Low Standards" or something like that. Mm-hmm. Everybody loved it too because it's true as hell. Like men really don't give a damn. They like, oh, she fine <laughs> as hell. I don't give a damn. Like my homeboys say that shit all the time. Like I just did a podcast with Damo like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I told him I like I ain't too much dealing with no chick like up under the age of like twenty five. He looked at me and said, shit, yeah, I'm a step. Because <laughs> he don't care. Mm-mm. As long as she fine, he got it. But but that's the fun. You should. Go ahead and get it out your system. Yeah. You should. I mean. But at what age do you grow out of that shit, though? Let me tell you. Because he 31. About to be 32. Oh, come on now. He should be winding yeah, in that's now. That's what I'm saying. He should be winding down a little bit. I say between 25 and up, you should be. 25 and you should be slowing down. But before then, let me say have fun. Yeah. I was tied down I majority. Like I was tied down majority of my uh, teens and early twenties. And when I got loose, I got loose. Every person need experience. If you want to fuck on the fuck up, you want to do this, you want to do that. Cause let it get old. Cause yeah. eventually, like you saying, then those standards become. Cause then you was like, man, she ain't worth it. She ain't even worth that shit. She ain't worth the nut. She ain't worth the headache. She ain't worth you coming busting out my yeah, goddamn tires, exactly. stalking, driving by my house. She ain't even worth the headache. Man, what if you fuck around and get a pregnant? That's the biggest fear, too. But it's always like whenever you're dealing with a woman, of course, I'm speaking from the man point of view. Whenever you're dealing with a woman, you feel like it's an even exchange. It's like, okay, I'm dealing I'm dealing with her and all this, all this crazy shit she got going on. So the reward is her giving me some ass. You know what I'm but saying? But then, then what, what else after that? Because you conquer. You guys like to conquer. Yeah. You fuck her. You done. What else do you want with her? I mean, some people want more than that. You know what I'm saying? Like... I ain't gonna lie, some men nasty too. Like they just want to have that power over somebody, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that shit is weird as hell to mm-hmm. me. 
don't know. It might be a little fun. I don't know, Corey, how it is. <laughs> but see, I always remember. <laughs> I always remember Nipsey Hussle. He said something. He was like, uh, "You don't, uh, you don't get to possess people. You just get to experience them." That's true. I'm learning yeah. that. That's true. And like, I really believe that. That's why I don't understand when like men wanna wanna hold on to somebody and control them. Like mm-hmm. that shit is just so weird to me. Mm. It, it it is deep rooted. My kid's father was like that. Now he see the error of his ways, but he was like that. But it's it's a sense of just trying to trying to be in control. Shit, I can't think of another word. It's just that yeah. sense of power, and there's a lack somewhere else. So when you find a guy that wants want to have control or want to be controlling, it's something else deep rooted behind that. He couldn't control something when he was younger. Mm-hmm. So he once he once he figured it out. Yeah, it's always some psychology. You know what I'm saying? It. Once he figured it out, then he gonna oh he gonna lose something or he gonna hurt somebody. You know or she oh he gonna re- uh, a female that he really love may resent him. Then something gonna click and he'll come around. Hopefully we are gonna pray that he get a discovery because some people never come into that discovery. Yeah. But you pray he comes to discovery he'll change around he'll change if he mm-hmm. really like her, if he love her, he'll stop or he gonna lose somebody. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you said you got five kids. I said, dang. Then oh, all you saw girls. Them. You yeah. saw them. <laughs> yeah, that's a team right there. You saw five of my girls, man. Yes, five girls, two sets of twins. Yeah, they're going to be wrecking shop when they get old. Yeah, yeah. All before 25. I think right at 25, I had all of them. So just imagine. Back to back? Back to back. Yeah, because they all kind of look like they was the same age. Yeah, they like quads, though. Yeah. So I have a 16 year old. Then my first set is uh, 12. Hold on, they're 11. And then the second set is ten, so they're like sixteen months apart. Mm. So when we, when that, so when they were younger, we look like they look like a uh, quads. So people are like, oh my god, you got quads? No, it's two sets of twins. Two sets of twins. Two sets of twins. Yeah, I ain't busting my all backwards like that. Nah. Uh, I ain't gonna lie. That's kind of <laughs> scary. Like you was talking about, like a man dealing with a woman, and like she can she can end up pregnant. Mm-hmm. Like she pregnant, then she had twins. Mm-hmm. That's scary. And then turn around and boop, drop Another it again. Set of twins. Mm-hmm. Twins yeah. running your family like that? No, twins run. You know what? It's crazy to say because my twins are fraternal. So fraternal comes from the woman. But on their father's side, because all of them by the same man. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> um, <laughs> Shout out to that. Shout out. Most Come can't on. say that. Come Most on, can't man. say that. <laughs> they, have, they, have, uh, they, have, they have like five or six set of twins on their side, and they're identical. Mm. So I don't know where that come in at, but yeah. That's crazy as hell. I don't, I don't, I don't know where it come from, but yeah, man, two sets of twins. Don't remind me. <laughs> and they girls. And they how catty. was that like when you had them like financially having to deal with two when you? It's expensive. Yeah. I can't. I I have to do something or I'm gonna fail. <laughs> yeah. I have to be doing some other way. I'm gonna fail because they want mama now. They like they want to buy what is it? Roblox. They want to buy clothes. They want to do this. They want to do that. I'm like, well, well damn. You don't want to tell them no. So you gotta do some. Yeah. I want this. I want that. Get their hair done. I don't do hair. I get their hair done. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> I have a quality of life. <laughs> and you got to keep up. You got to meet the quarter. I have to. I have to. I have no choice. Two sets of twins. Two that's sets crazy. of twins. Yeah. That's a that's a football team right there. Yeah. You little... said your oldest one is sixteen. Mm-hmm. Right? Sixteen. Okay. Yeah. She um that that was the beginner right there. Sixteen year old and she be she be busting numbers on internet too. True Jada. That's my baby. Shout out to her. Y'all go check my baby out. She be singing. What she be on TikTok? 
No, she be on Facebook. She don't do Instagram, okay. but she do numbers on Facebook. She raps, she sings, she try to be comical, you know, for whatever. You know how kids be doing, not doing crazy shit. Remember I showed you that video? Yeah. When she light her ass on fire and stuff like that, <laughs> man. Piss me off, man, doing that stupid shit on Facebook. That's what kids do, though. That's their generation. Yeah, yeah. And, and I don't get it, but I get it. But yeah, I got one stuck in that age. That's my baby, though. She I want to um have somebody in that age group on my podcast to talk about like the generational gap we have because like I was telling somebody yesterday, I'm at my unk stage. Like mm-hmm. I had a young nigga call me unk. I was playing basketball <laughs> with, and I was like, "Damn, I, I am." What you unk. said, yeah, that. I am unk. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at with it. They age is just so different. Like in, the internet was like basically just starting to be created when right. we was coming up. How used to? I just turned thirty last week. Okay. Oh. Okay, okay. So yeah. I so remember like um chats. Did you ever do like AOL chats? Yeah, that's how I learned how to type. I used to be in the chat rooms and the girl used to be like, You typing slow as hell. So I did the little what's the uh the girl that used to be jumping over the keys? What was that shit called? It was called like Anna something. I don't know. The people listening gonna know what I'm talking about. Gotcha, gotcha. It was like the girl jumping over the keys. I plugged that in. I had my mama buy it for me, I plugged that in and just every day. I got on there and now I type 100 words a minute. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh-uh, I gotta look that look that up. I probably will know when I see it. Mm-hmm. I was <laughs> in third grade, chats, though. Dial up. Then we, uh, then was like, well, like, uh, what was some other stuff that we did before the internet? It was phone chats, too. Did you get on the phone chats? Uh, I missed that era because I had moved to Kentucky and they was kind of behind. But every time I came to visit in Georgia, they was on a little chat shit. Like the, the black, the, what was it called? Like black people meet chats or some shit. <laughs> Hi, I am this. I'm five, five. I got brown eyes. I remember yeah. I used to make a, I remember I used to be on it. was a lot of transsexuals <laughs> on there too. I heard. They was quiet. They were, I, don't, I don't know. I think they was just tricking them. They was God. They still tricking them now. Mm-hmm. When I be swiping, like when I was on BOK, guys would be in their profile, I'd be like, no trans. I was like, oh, gosh. <laughs> really? They really be tricking them like that? I think so, for real. Look, that's just at the top, man. See, I don't, I don't really do, like, I never did the, the online dating thing mm-hmm. because I always felt like it was a lot of women on there. Like, we were just talking about that was, you know, kind of insecure. And like, like I said, I don't want to play on nobody insecurities. Mm-hmm. Like, if somebody really on there looking for love, and then I mess around and get on there, and I just want to hit, I'm uh-uh. ruining shawty day. You oh, know what I'm saying? Oh, you got feelings. Some got feelings. A wow. little bit. A little bit. <laughs> no, like when I was on there, one reason I will get on a dating app is because I like to date outside of Augusta. Uh huh. Or meet people outside of Augusta. Guys here, like the majority of my come across, they whack. You know, or they. I don't know if they're intimidated. Do, Emma, do I look intimidating? Uh, not really, but that's actually a deeper conversation. It's one of them things like, so first off, it's the confidence. Like, whenever you meet somebody like you, first you see the confidence and then you see, like, like the scars. Like, you like, dang, it's a woman that's been through something. Mm-hmm. You can just tell. So it's like, you can't really play them games. Most of us men, we immature as hell. So, like... We gonna run the same games over and over and over again. So when you meet that one that it's not really gonna work for, you already you know you don't know how to improvise. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You still you still on script. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, uh-uh. uh. I have to say, hey, stop, pause. What we not gonna do? We not gonna do this. Yeah. They don't like this. I don't know. I don't know. I guess guys that don't know, they don't know me. I get a better chance. I get. Mm-hmm. I said chance, but it's like okay. Maybe I could, it could be something, but it it doesn't, it still doesn't work as 
as much as face to face and meet him at the gas station and shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's cool though, cause you get to meet a different type, different uh demographic. They raise different, different area versus just especially if you don't travel. What if you don't travel? Like mm-hmm. if you did not travel, if you did not go outside of your city and you just like kind of exhausted with what was around you, like what would you do? Would you not give it a try? There's some truth to that because um, whenever you live in a city and you've been there your whole life, pretty much everybody, they're not all the same, but they have like the same upbringing. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like they kind of have the same background and you never know that like, hey, it's somebody in Houston that you might be able to relate to even Come more on, that has a different Texas. background. You always hear me say that my man is in Texas. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, you don't know. You got to give it a shot. Like. You got to give it a shot. I believe at least once try it. Because there's some people that's somebody that's like, damn, I'm looking for the same thing. Look for you. just may come across. And I met some good people. I done been on POF or BLK, Tinder. Uh, I had a bad experience with Tinder. Um, all that. And POF, I still have some. We didn't work out romantically, but we still fought with each other today. Uh, good what people. happened on Tinder? Man, me being stupid, made a bad decision, met this guy at Limelight, had a good time, chopped it up late, and he was like, well, come ride with me to the store. And I'm like, nah, I'm finna go home. Then he was like, um, uh, come ride with me, come ride me to the store. And I rode him to the store. I swore I see him put condoms in his pocket. He bought condoms, but I was like, nah, man, I'm gonna stop not trusting myself when I be feeling shit and seeing shit, y'all. I gotta believe that shit. So anyway, so boom, he was like, well, come to the room. He had just got home from deployment. So mm-hmm. he was staying at the hotels behind the movie theater. So he okay. like, well, come sit up with me. I'm like, nah, I ain't finna do that. He said it again. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, man, I ain't fucking. You know, I I have to put like, I ain't fucking. I'm you know, I ain't fucking. Nah, we ain't doing this, man. We get in the room. Take your shoes off. No, nah, I don't want to take my shoes off. You know what? This is a bad idea. I should have went home. Nah, come chill. Moving forward. I said it again. I said, you know what? Just go ahead and take me home. He's like, nah, you better walk home. You better walk to your car. Okay. Say less. Mm. So I left out. But at that moment, I got nervous because I'm like, I'm in this room with this man. You know better, Rashonda. And then second, he was like, you got to walk back? I was like, okay. Fuck it. Let me get out of here. This is my chance to, chance to exit. But it wasn't even that far because I just walked behind the movie theater and Limelight was right there. Yeah. But what if I was not far? What if I was like and further from my car? Yeah. Yeah. So, um... Me and Maine did a podcast a couple days ago, and I was going to put it out yesterday, but I've been kind of skeptical because we talked about, the last podcast we did, we talked about, they've been making these these uh, rape pages lately, right? What? Yeah, you probably ain't heard of them. No. Um, it's, called, it's called like Safe Space or something. I think the singer Kalani, she mm-hmm. came out with something and she was like, all she said, she tweeted and was like, I was 16 at a friend's house. Mm-hmm. And then like all the women started doing it on Twitter. And I ain't get it at first. Then I finally like caught on. I was like, "Oh, they talking about the time they've been raped." Right. Wow. So then people yeah. started making these pages talking about people that raped them. Like first it was the the school I went to, Georgia Southern. Then they made the Augusta one. But I could tell whoever made the Georgia Southern one was from Augusta too, because everybody on there was from Augusta that went to Ooh. Georgia Southern. So me and Maine was talking about that, and um, the podcast we just did that I haven't put out yet. I was uh, telling him, I, like, I got a homegirl, and she kind of was uh, having a conversation with me, and we was talking about how, you know, some of those stories weren't rape. Some of them was, like, you know, regret. And, sh- and she was she was um, agreeing, and she was like, you know, sometimes you got to use your head. Like, you be in a situation, it's a bad situation. But she said sometimes it's also a gray area. Like, so the gray area be what you talking about. Yes. Like, you communicated with them. You, you told them what it is. 
But of course, men being men, having that 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 I don't want to use predator mindset, mm-hmm. but that's how some men is like you know we we view it as hunting. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that'll be the gray area, and it's like you're right. You never know what the hell could happen. Let me tell you what I've let me say. I've been learning so much lately, but let me say, speaking upon that, that's very true. And women, we have to let our yes and yes be no be no because what what is is that when we lead them on one thing about a guy this is no excuse for nobody raping nobody but don't yeah. don't take this what i'm saying about this gives a, a person or a, a man a permission to rape a man but what i notice in men because i experience experiences when a man is in heat he in heat yeah. and when you trying to tell him no when you when they used to you saying playing with that no yes thing when he in heat he ain't hearing it. It ain't registering to him, you know. And one guy, um, I, I I dealt with. He's a good. He's a good friend, despite that situation. Um, I played around a little bit, and he was he was in heat. This man had to pick me up. I said, "Listen, listen, listen, listen. Put me down." He was so enraged. He was yeah. like ready, like oh. And then he had to kind of shake himself a little bit. And so I'm like, oh. So I felt, I felt it. I seen it. I seen it. And I'm like, Rashonda, you already knew what it was, the gray mm-hmm. area. And the, but then he, you go playing with him. And then you say, okay, all right, now I'm done. And he, he's, he's there. Shit, he ready. He ready to bust him. But he, he's still playing that game with you. You know, like, yes, no, yes, no. Maybe I could keep doing this and yeah, keep doing that. You know what I'm saying? Eventually she'll change her mind. And sometimes we will. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's but what they were saying. But you playing with it though. You playing said, with it. They said on the page, they basically were saying like no means no. But as a man, it, it got you thinking like, what about them times she said no, but she really was trying to play that yes, no game. Yeah, yeah. So and it's scary. It's like, it's like is that rape? <laughs> that's the question. If like, you penetrate her, and she done said no. She putting you out. This just my. This is my personal opinion. Yeah. If you penetrate, if you forcefully penetrating her after she done told you no, it's right. But yeah. let me tell you, what is the difference is if you keep saying no, yes, no, yes, then you penetrate, and then you like no, no, yes, 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 yes. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, I, I don't know. I really, I don't know the answer to that. I'm not gonna say oh no, but I get it though. It's scary because it. they said that you can be in the act of sex. Once she says no, that's no longer consent and it's considered rape. That's the part that gets scary for me. That gets very scary. Yeah. But so it's like at this point, do you have to literally have somebody sign consent forms? Fuck yeah. But yeah. sex is supposed to be like one of them vibe type things. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. But, but. Wow. <sighs> What in what situation will you be with somebody where y'all be to that point? It's either you brand new, you brand new. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? It if you in a relationship with somebody, not a relationship, but you get to know somebody and then y'all playing around, right, right, whatever, and you kind of it's a fine line. I think somebody have to be like, okay, now we aware of this shit going on. Okay, what we gonna do? Because I can't play with you. You know what I'm saying? What we gonna do? Because uh, it, it it gets it gets real touchy. It's re- it gets real funny. I don't know, Slim. Look, you got me over here nervous. They talk about this myself. <laughs> nah, because you know, I like play. to hit on controversial topics. Yeah, because we play the game, though. Women, I, I, I've done it. Yeah. I've done it, and I've can, and I seen it from both from both sides. And with this gentleman I was talking about, i seen it right dead on it, and I was like, I'm not going to play that game no more. Mm-hmm. So do we give people a pass? No. Let your no be no, and your yes be yes. Yeah. Stop playing it. Now I'm gonna keep it real. Now I don't know about all this blasting. This is just me. What is that gonna do? 
What is blasting them? I just didn't want to speak on it as a man, but I felt the same way too. I was like, if this person really did do these things to you, there's a such thing as a statute of limitation, and mm-hmm. you might need to call somebody. Yeah, you you need to report it to the authorities. But since we such in this social media world, we know things get out faster now. Uh, to a variety of people it's like oh this is my way of shaming you this is your shame your walk of shame but at the end of the day do that heal her no it don't see and i also um i had a friend that's that's been on my podcast and he was on one of those pages Mm. but he wasn't on there for no rape allegation he was on there they was like oh he he beat a girl up before and I actually know about the situation. I was like, that's not what happened. Then, like, another story was like, oh, he likes to get girls drunk and then try to uh, ask them for sex. I'm like, my nigga, that's not illegal. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know what you're doing when you get in the, you get in the, yeah. drink, you get so, the drug, you whatever. That's you what brought the next topic to up. Like, like, so you can't have sex with a woman if she's intoxicated. And they was like, yes, you cannot have sex with a woman if she's intoxicated. I thought it was one of them things where, like, you know, it's obvious if, if somebody these rules out. Them. I ain't never heard of these rules. I don't know. This is what they were saying on Twitter. Oh God. Yeah. So it's like so. Here's um here's the situation I presented to my homegirl that was talking to me and Maine on the podcast. Um, if I'm on a business trip somewhere and I'm in a hotel lobby and I'm drinking and a young lady comes to sit next to me and she's drinking and we both been drinking like all night let's say the bar at the hotel closes at like two we've been drinking all night and she goes hey uh you should come up to the room with me hmm. we go up to the room we have sex uh is she unable to consent because we were drinking all night together is that how that works well i hear two different things but she invited you she was already drinking right mm-hmm. okay then y'all drink together so which means that she's she's more intoxicated nine times out of ten but if she invites at that time, she's willingly cons- consenting. Yeah. You know, the only way I feel like if an issue come up, if she blacks out and don't remember. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then. Oops. How are you able to tell, though? Because, you know, some people are like functioning when they black out. Oh, well, I don't know a functioning person that blacks out. <laughs> oh, I, I know some. You know some? Wow, wow. My homeboy Dom will do that shit, actually. He blacks out, and then he's really functional. He's, is, he, is he conscious? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's scary. Yeah. That shit scares me when he does it. He does that shit every other day. That's scary. I mean, I don't know what to say about that, but it's like, I, I, uh, that's touchy. That's touchy. Because if I can't, if I can't, so the, so this is only subject towards the men. This is only towards the men. Mm-hmm. <sighs> mm. <laughs> it's it's scary, ain't it? It's See, scary. Main like, Main didn't nah, want to talk have... about this topic. That's why I saved it for you because ah, Main, Main was you. just sitting there and was like, "Wow, crazy." <laughs> you know, Main like to be uh, you know, fa- family yeah. friendly and yes, shit. Yes, he does. He does. He will remain neutral. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I don't know. I um, I just think it's too. I think that either you gonna get a consent if you want to be if you want to protect yourself on all ends, you know, or you. Be uh be selective in who you choose. Yeah. Because if you fuck around with a chick and she get drunk and you don't know what she gonna say, you got raped the next day or not because she because of whatever reason. Yeah, that's a bad situation. And then it feel like the police gonna believe the girl. God, don't let them be black, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> don't let it be interracial. <laughs> Look, they gonna hang you to the cross. But you know, luckily the thing is the police know the law. So yeah. like some of these stories that these women is saying that's not rape, the police know that's not rape. 
and mm. they're not going to follow that up. I had to tell a young kid that before because he had a white girlfriend. He was black. He had a white girlfriend, and he broke up with her, and she said, well, I'm going to tell the police how you raped me the first time we had sex. And he was talking to me about it, and I was like, bro, you didn't rape her. Like He told me the story. I was like, you didn't rape her, dog. I was like, that was y'all first time having sex, so you know it probably was awkward. It wasn't rape, though. And it but was, how'd you know? Um, I mean, if that's the truth, I can only <laughs> I can only go off of him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm say. I can only go off of him. If the story happened, how he told me it wasn't right. It wasn't right. Now maybe she has a different story. I don't know, but I was just talking to him and I was telling him based off that. And you know, based off the facts of things, um, it's kind of hard to pin rape on somebody. I can say that me me knowing just a smudge about the law, it's hard to pin rape on somebody. Mm-hmm. Cause that's just how the law is set up, which is also the bad thing for women. Cause it's women that's been victims of rape and you know, nothing happened. That's why they believe we have a rape culture, but we, we don't have a rape culture. People that's people that's, um, but it's some men that they'll participate. It's some people that participate. Yeah. But I was out. I've heard. I can't this. call that rape though. I have to call that asshole behavior. Cause like rape is a very strong word, but you got, but, but they, they intentions is, so you saying if he's having attentions, automatically he have motives to say I'm gonna get her drunk, I'm gonna get her so intoxicated. Yeah, you that's know, some, that's some rapey shit. Right, right. But there's guys like that. Yeah, that shit is disgusting. Yeah, and not only are they assholes, we got to get them the fuck out of here. <laughs> that shit gross. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, you you got any nigga that be on some shit like that. You want to yeah, smoke? You want to drink? People. They be quick to get you high. They be quick to get you drunk. Yeah, because they know they can. You know, because you, you uh, your shoulders drop, you get comfortable, whatever, whatever. You know, you you a little bit more influential. You know, I can go ahead and fill on you, get you in that moment. Yeah. 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 But see. What if you want it, though? I don't know. <laughs> you, got some, you got chicks that like that. That's the only way they know how to get it. That's the only they know how to receive. Mm-hmm. You know, with that no, no, yes, or got to be, you know, uh, I got to, he got to, you know, get me drunk and stuff like that. That's a fine line. Hey, man, I be, that's where the that's standards what she come get in. weird. Yeah. Look, that's where the standards come in, Slim. Come on. But see, like, I can speak about me. Like, me growing up, a lot of people don't know this shit about me. I've been extremely shy growing up. Like, when I was in, like, fourth and fifth grade, little girls used to chase me home from school. Mm. Like, I was scary as hell. I ain't had sex for the first time till I was in, like, sixth grade. And I was scared as a motherfucker. Shawty was in, like, tenth grade. Mm. I was so fucking scared. You know mm. what I'm saying? And then after it happened, I ain't like that shit. So I ain't do it again <laughs> till, like, the next school year. You know what I'm saying? So I was extremely shy. So, like, well, growing you, What up, you didn't like about it? Man... Like it's crazy because I used to watch porn and jack off probably three times a day. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, like the act of sex, I was childish as hell. I just mm-hmm. thought it was nasty. Like mm-hmm. it, you know, it felt good, but it kind of was nasty. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Then I was like, girls got a little funny smell to them. <laughs> and like this gonna sound weird because I'm grown now, but I just got a crazy ass memory. Like when you young, of course you fucking with younger girls, they do smell a little funny. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know that sound weird now because I'm a grown ass yeah. man, but. I remember that as a kid, like, yeah. man, these motherfuckers smell funny. Like, I remember when I was 16, I had sex with a girl that was, like, 25, mm-hmm. and I was like, damn, she smelled good as fuck. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Shawty smelled like baby powder and shit. <laughs> In comparison to the middle school or something, like, like, ah, she pissy. Yeah. Little, like, you know, just a little, little hint of piss. Yeah, a little hint of piss. But, um, yeah, like, so, me being shy. Um, I only like went after girls that like like me. 
that mm-hmm. went after me. And then on top of that, like, I'm not really aggressive when it comes to sex. So, mm-hmm. like, most of the times I had sex was because a girl wanted to mess with me. Mm-hmm. So, like, all these situations that I hear about, I start going back and thinking about my friends mm-hmm. because, you know, I've never been in those situations because I've never you're been not aggressive. aggressive. Yeah, yeah. I've never been aggressive like that. And then I'm thinking, like, okay, so what if, what if I've been around situations and this girl you know, didn't feel like this was right. Uh-huh. It just, it just make you think about shit like that. Yeah, don't be, don't be sitting here, fuck around with everything. Yeah. Can't sit here and be dealing with everything. Your standards come into play. But when you young, you'll learn that. But when you mm-hmm. get older, that's when you start, okay, let me start being selective because, you know, I got more to lose. Yeah. I can't be playing around with y'all. Y'all want to goddamn be, o- be okay one day and next you want to flip on a nigga because I ain't answer the phone or reply back to a text fast enough. Yeah. So, yeah, you might say I raped you or goddamn, oh, pin a baby on you or some shit like that. What, look, fuck the rape. What about deliberately planting a baby on you? What about that type shit? Now, that's fucked up. I done, I done been in <laughs> situations as a teenager yeah that shit is crazy because yeah. it's like it's kind of like when i was young i should be thinking like what the hell you want to have a baby with me for you know what i'm saying and when i was young i was wild as fuck i never went to school all i did was sell drugs every day mm. like, what you want to have a baby with me for you know for we what? like stuff you know women like stuff like that it's, it's weird to me though it's weird, you know, it's we weird. Are, that's what we like we don't want no good man we want, we want i never i never shit. understood that yeah. I never understood it. Like even when I got my shit together, like I never forget. Like my my first real girlfriend, we was together, and, and like you know she used to hold shit down. She used to she really used to fuck with me. Mm-hmm. But when I started getting my shit together, when I hit like nineteen years old, mm-hmm. she kind of started shying away from me, and I had to figure out like. Oh, she's shying away from me because she likes to take care of people. Mm-hmm. She don't want to see nobody doing good. Well, mm-hmm. excuse me, she doesn't want somebody that doesn't need her. Wow, she needs yeah. to have somebody that needs her, mm-hmm. and now like then on top of that, you know she like thug ass niggas. She I don't know if she's still like that because mm-hmm. I don't talk to her, but you know that's how some women is. Yeah. They just they just want a thug ass nigga. And, I, yeah. and it's that it's that roughness and the idea of like their ride or die type of mm-hmm. feel. Uh, that that excitement, mm-hmm. you know they they think about money, but I don't know whoever painted that picture because. You'll get some niggas with money, and then you'll get some people that don't that don't have money. And then, then you got a broke drug dealer. You know, he out there all day <laughs> hustling for some fucking tennis shoes. You know, I, I I don't know. I never been that type. I had my my spill of liking guys that did that, but it was just uh, the image. It was a look. But when you get to when you get to know them, like they ain't giving you no money. Yeah. Or if they is giving you some money, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's an exchange. They want they want something. And that's when you find yourself, girls, yeah, they fucking and they still ain't giving you no money. Or they give you a little hair done or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It ain't worth it to me. I'm out of there. I don't like that shit. But we don't want no good men, though, so hey. <laughs> you feel like you like that, too? Yeah. Why, though? Yeah. I'm still trying to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I say that all, Everything I've been saying I be saying all the time It be my own experience Because I can have a good guy Stable guy Attractive guy Ambition Ambition is my thing All that stuff But it's like uh, I don't know But then my crazy is to go to somebody Thug Look at tattoos XYZ uh, Background crazy I mean, I'm turning into that They got my attention But You don't Excite me on the other end so it's like, uh, then the other person like, hey, I ain't got time. You you know, I ain't got time for you to be playing around and make, mm-hmm. uh, being indecisive. Pew, go. 
That shit funny you said that because I was just in the car with somebody today and I cracked a joke. I was like, uh, it was a girl. She was like, yeah, I think girls just like you because you ambitious. And I was like, but do they really love me they for love my ambitious? <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, they do. Let me tell you, that's sexy. That's attractive. Yeah. To always be in pursuit. But, you know, it's it's weird because it's like, that don't really mean you like me. That just means you like what I got going on. That shit's always weird. Yeah. It's a mm. thin line with that shit. What that mean? I mean, that's part of you. So why wouldn't you figure that they don't like you? I mean, that's part of your characteristics. So why you don't attach yourself with it? Why you well, separate it? Me, me personally, I'm just speaking like from my point of view. Uh-huh. It's some shit about me that you can hate. So it's uh-huh. like if that's what you pick that you like, it's weird. Like, first off, I ain't really about to do all that shit anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not even the datey date type nigga. <laughs> so it's like what is a datey date type dude? what is that um my homeboys they um they can't go nowhere without a date like uh it'll be sunday night football we'll all be like we going to the bars to uh watch the games and every last one of them got girls with them but me they the datey type niggas i'm not the datey type why what am i dating for <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even, about to, I'm not even about to play with you. Like, I'm not about to do that. Like, when I wake up in the morning time, all I think about is this right here. That's all I'm thinking about. Like, I, my, my mind not even focused on that. So that means you had came across somebody that kind of striked your interest. They, they'll get you like, well, damn, I got to check on her today. I wouldn't say that. Uh, come just, on, because if you meet somebody, you will want, not necessarily be dating, dating like, like your boys, but in some way, hey. You were like, I want to come, want to come with, want to hang out with me a little bit. But no, no, no. See, I'm just, I'm strictly speaking, speaking of like the dating around situation. Yeah. Like, I don't be seeing the point of like dating a whole bunch of people all the time. Mm, so you like date with you. So you want to date, you date with, with intentions, with purpose. Um. Yes. Yeah. Like yes. if you, if you, if you deal with somebody and you know you like them, then you do that. I don't see the, I don't see the point of playing around. Yeah. Like ain't no point of playing around. Like on top of that, like I was just saying about the exchange. If if I want some ass from you and I got to take you out to eat, I got to go buy a bottle of goddamn Douce for mm-hmm. $50. <laughs> I got to go get a $100 hotel room. <laughs> like, it ain't worth it. <laughs> you know what I can do with $100? I need a new camera bag. You see that ragged ass camera bag? <laughs> I can go get me a fire ass camera bag for $100. <laughs> so you saying that you shouldn't have to do anything. If you going to fuck me, you going to fuck with me. And that's it, that's it, how I feel about it. You gonna fool me? Nothing should be attached to it. It should be in solely me. Yeah, and I feel like if somebody wants to fuck with somebody, fuck with him. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be one of them things where like, um, you need to do this, this, and that, and that's the only way I'm popping that pussy. It shouldn't be one of them type situations. Ah, you saw it in my you saw it in my friend earlier today. The guy that was saying that, yeah, because I I I'm, I'm kind of like that, but it's not like you got to do this, that, and the third. Is that hey, you have to give everybody the common decency, the basic decency. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely feel you know the what I'm same saying. Way. You, you you have to. I give ain't saying decency. I ain't saying that a woman approaches you and she decides she wants to fuck with you and you can be able to take her to a parking garage and fuck in the back seat of your Impala. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Right, I got <laughs> That's you. That's not got what you. I'm saying. I got you. <laughs> at least at least have a at least have a decent apartment with no bed bugs. Yeah, you know okay, what I'm saying? Okay, I'll at the least, I'll put you on the couch. No. Yeah, he said the same thing about it. I'm like, I'm like, you gotta do this. He was like, I did this, I did that, I do this for you. Then what else do you want? And I'm like, shit, what the fuck? I deserve it. And next? Yeah. Next. 
then get off your fucking soapbox. But when I say I wasn't used to talking to, when I wasn't used to setting those standards, I ain't say nothing. I'm a homie lover friend. Sometimes yeah. that could be a bad thing, you know? So I'm chill. I ain't saying nothing. I ain't requiring nothing. We fuck around, we fuck around, we don't. We go hang out, eat, that's what we do. I don't talk to you, you don't talk to me, that's cool. That's just what it was. But it but now I'm like, hey, what's up with this? Uh B, hey, what's up? Now I'm checking for him and he like, man, nigga, you now all of a sudden now you gotta be this right here in order for me to do this. And I'm like, yeah, so But what? you know, that's also a different topic. That's about like how when you're used to dealing with a woman a certain way and then she come at you another way just out of nowhere mm, and you like and what? you like, man, what's going on here? Do you adjust? That's the question. Do you adjust? If she's worth it, you adjust. I'ma be honest. Um, for for me personally and my homeboys know like I'm real cutthroat. Like once she get to that phase where she's in her uh Super Saiyan Goku stage four shit. <laughs> I'm going. I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm like, Shadi, I can't. I can't give you nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, this is what I wanted from you. I can't. I can't give you nothing. I dirty just can't. trash. Dirty. Man, that's just how it go. Cause but, it's but like, at least you let her go. I'm like, okay, fuck it. Don't oh, don't yeah. mess her up while she Man, on my high. Look, look. It don't matter if you my girlfriend, if you any of this. Like, I will never hold you back. Like, man, I'll tell anybody. Um, first off, before I say this, my mind can change. But as of today, I'm never getting married. So I would Why never you say that? I don't believe in I don't believe in marriage. Like I would go through the wedding process if that's what you really wanted and you always had that dream. But I don't believe in signing no papers and getting married. Because I'm a businessman. I've never signed no paper like that in my life. Never. So you want a partnership? We can have a partnership, and we both gonna bring something to the table. But as far as like contractual marriage, I just do not believe in that shit, mm. it, and it doesn't make sense. But it's one of them things like we were talking about psychology earlier. It's one of them things where it's probably a direct reflection of my upbringing, because mm. in my upbringing, I've seen my mom be married multiple times and it not work, and her suffer through that. And I've also seen, I've never seen a happy marriage. I didn't see a happy marriage until I was like 21 years old. Yo, get out of my brain. I was thinking about this earlier. It's, it's our upbringing. Like, I was thinking that with my family. I my, I never seen my family. My, my grandmother, my great, my great, my grandmother, excuse me, was married, my granddaddy. But it, that relationship was not the best. My great grandmother, no man. My mama, no man. My auntie, no man. I don't have a good picture of, of a relationship. Yeah. So it's like... Rashana, do you be sabotaging some of the stuff you got going on? So listening to you and you saying like never, but it's like <laughs> that may change because mm -hmm. the discovery, because you may come across a group of men that you see a good example. You like, you know what, shit, this shit ain't might be that bad. Because eventually, so you gonna want, you gonna want to have someone. And I, yeah, you get lonely, but eventually you're gonna want someone. You're gonna want someone. See, it's not even about like not wanting someone because I definitely know that it's gonna be a person that I'm with for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not even about that. It's about the actual, actual contra 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 yeah. contractual. Yeah, I got yeah. you. It's, it's that right they there. Because like, first off, a lot of things that's that's that we have implemented in our country right now. And I'm gonna get to that later, but, <laughs> but it's outdated. Yeah, we need to update it. And marriage is one of them. Like I think, um, I said this a long time ago, but I think somebody posted this on the shade room, and everybody was sending it to me because they heard me say it on my podcast before. I said marriage license need to be renewed every year. 
Like, not a if bad I, idea. If I got to renew my driver's license every five to seven years, why wouldn't I renew my marriage license? Why is this the forever thing? Because, like, like I said earlier about experiencing people, um, you're, <laughs> excuse me, you're allowed to change your mind. Absolutely, yeah. If five years from now I feel like you're not the same ambitious person that I fell in love with, I should be able to be like, you know what? I'm gonna step away from this. You got a point. And not pay no lawyer no fucking seven bands, and then go to court, court. and they tell me, hey, my nigga, you got to pay twenty five hundred in alimony every month. <laughs> that shit shouldn't cost me that because I want to step away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's wild mm-hmm. because me as a businessman, I pay way less to get out of businesses that I felt like wasn't right. Mm. So that's a wild ass business arrangement. You you have a whole point. I like how you brought that out. That should be that's true because people grow, they change, they thoughts, they ideologies change, they they new desires, and you be you may be looking fine then, but. You may not be looking fine now, or you may be dealing with some shit, and I don't want to deal with it. Or it's something. I was there with my kid's father. We outgrew each other. I'm like, I don't, we don't match. How long were y'all together? 12 years. That's a long ass time, though. Long ass time. 16, I was 16. Long ass time. So I don't recommend to any kids to get in long term relationships when they're younger. So when you, teenage, 20s, yeah, that's the time not, you're supposed to have fun. Yeah, you have fun. I do not believe in long term relationships because your wants and desires are going to change. When I turned, when I was hit twenty five, I became a butterfly. I, I, I opened up. My kid's father, I didn't like guys like that no more. Chop your neck off because you don't. No, yeah. you just shit happens. I was going to ask you that, like, so if you get into a serious relationship at a young age, when you finally get out of that, like. Are you now going through the things that people was going through at 16 before you started? Uh, So, wait, when you say going through many experiences? Yeah, because it's like now you fresh back on the dating scene yeah. and you've never really dated before because you've and, always been in this relationship. Yep, that's me. That was yeah. me. I've, I've only been in two relationships. Yeah. My kid's father. You told me that. I thought that was super interesting. Yeah, my kid's father and then a guy that I was with for a couple of years. That's the only two relationships I've ever been in. Mm-hmm. And I haven't experienced a lot of stuff that a lot of females have experienced. And that's another thing that keep me like of like a commitment phobe. I just figured out that I'm afraid of commitment. <laughs> Cause some I'm like, yeah, I'm like, oh, whew, I don't know about that. It's but, starting to get hot in here. Oh, I, get the, I get I get the itching. For real. That's how I feel. Whenever somebody starts talking about uh, I think I did a whole podcast about this. The what are we text? Ooh. I feel like I got a turtleneck ooh. on. I'll be like, hey, my nigga, it's kind of hot. Hey, <laughs> I be busting out of sweats. Like, ooh, you make me nervous. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> but yeah, so I end up, you know, okay, being with my kids, okay, not dating, not, I haven't, not partying, not living my life. That's why I kind of live with my life a little bit now. I didn't travel. I, maybe the last couple of years, I just partied in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I never had, you know how you're like, I'll go to Atlanta and I'll party. I just did it a few years ago. You know, I missed that on a lot. Then getting in the dating scene, and then you know, it's like, hold up. Like, like my friends, I some of the friends that you used to guys treating you like you like they're your woman, like I'm their woman. Mm-hmm. I don't know how for them not to treat me anyway, any other way. Yeah, you don't know how to have the um, what's it called, the casual relationship. Yeah, I don't know, but even, we can be casual because mm-hmm. I I am very casual, like. I don't. I put fences around me, but I still expect you to treat me a certain type of way. Yeah. And so, which there's nothing wrong with. 
No, there's nothing wrong with it, but I question it today only is because do I supposed to have those expectations? Because like, well, while they say you don't want no title, cool. Yeah. You don't get no title love. So now I don't want no title, but I expect you to take it. I expect you to oh, like, let me wash your car. I expect you to say, I want to cut your grass or, what, or what's going on. You know, I, don't, I ain't talking about no money or nothing like that. I pay my own bills. I ain't talking about that. But some stuff I have, like a, I feel like an obligation, you should do it. But then I'll so, stick um, around me. You saying all that just made me think of something. Shout out to Mo Conversation with Mo. Check out her Shout podcast. Shout out to Mo. That's my boo. Mo, Mo, she came on my podcast before and she was saying that. And um, I was like, whoa, a nigga ain't obligated to pay your bills. But I feel like y'all saying the same thing. But the way that you expressing it is totally different. So I'm able to comprehend it because I'm, I'm like, you know, I understand, you know, having standards. Like I mm -hmm. said, men should have more standards. I get that. But I think the only thing I was like disconnected with Mo about it is I'm like, hey, just because we fucking don't mean I got to pay your power bill. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. kind of wild. <laughs> Shout out to Mo, though. That's my yeah, nigga, man. Look, that, that's my girl. That's the one put me in the game on some stuff. You know, we 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 have some similar things and some things we are different on. Um, That's perfect about relationship. But I'm, I'm not necessarily like that because I'm not an asker. Yeah. And she like, girl, you better ask. And I'd be like, I, sometimes I feel like I should. I should ask, but I feel like you should volunteer. If you're going to do something for me, mm -hmm. you're going to do it. I don't got to ask for nothing. You know, but because we fucking do, am I supposed to ask? Or we're not fucking, I'm not supposed to ask you for nothing. I don't know. I don't get it. That's what, like, man, just give me a man that just knows what the fuck to do. Just know. I don't have to ask. Yeah. You know, I don't want your money. I come across a lot of guys, oh, man, you going to take me out on a date? Hell no. I ain't taking you out on no date. But if I choose to... <laughs> I can. Money is not an issue with me. I don't need you to pay my bills. I pay my own bills. But you can't be broke. Facts. Facts. You can't be broke. Now, you can't come to me empty-handed. You got to be able to bring something to the table because I bring value to the table. I know what I bring to the table. So, back to the dating stuff. I don't know. Like, it, it, it left me in a weird spot where I kind of pulled back out of dating because I was used to a certain way and it wasn't handling me a certain way. Then I got real like, man, shit. I hate people calling me ghosts because I talk to them, don't talk to them. No, we made deal. And that's it. No emotions. Don't call me. I put my pants on. All right, see you later. Yeah. I'm out though. You ain't going to lay down, though. Locked door behind me. I'm straight. I don't want to be like that either. I don't know, Slam. This shit's crazy. Yeah, I was just about to ask you, so what do you want then? I don't know. I want a partnership. I ain't trying to be Dr. Phil. No, 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 no. And look, I don't know. I want a partnership because I'm at this place because I'm I'm not, I'm over dating multiple guys. I'm old. I don't want to add notches to my belt because there's a lot of trash sex out there. Man, I ain't finna be adding notches to my belt with trash sex. So forget that. So it was like, I want something, but I just don't want the commitment. Maybe you're just not in that place in your life, like I was saying earlier. I think I am. I I I, I like. I want a companionship, but is it is it a such thing? If I could have it in my perfect world, I ask that question when I meet people all the time. How would you have it in your perfect world? How could what, what, if you could have it your way? So I ask you that question. If you could meet a female and have it your way, how would you deal with her? Um, I mean, I pretty much know. Like I always knew. Um, I don't really want a lot. Mm -hmm. Just, just. First off, you got to know what the fuck you want. Mm -hmm. That's the biggest thing. You got to have something going on. You got to be mature and you got to be nurturing. 
Nurturing is my number one thing. Mm. Really, I'm a mama's boy. It's kind of like one of them Freud. We keep talking about psychology. Mm -hmm. It's one of them Freud situations. Like, I just want a woman like my mom, just not as aggressive as my mom. Because my mom, I tell people this all the time when people start talking about, oh, Slim be bashing women. No. I have nothing but respect for women. Mm -hmm. The person that taught me how to be an alpha was a woman. Ah. So... How can I not respect a woman? Like, I kind of got that Tupac shit going on, too. <laughs> I'm just not as soft as Tupac. But my mom, she was, like, over-the-top aggressive. I don't want nobody that aggressive, mm -hmm. but you have to be nurturing like her. Mm -hmm. Like, I seen my mom only had $200 and bought me the New Jordans. Mm -hmm. I seen the shit before. So, like, if you, don't, if you don't have that type of heart, I can't deal with you. Now, the rest of the shit can just come. Like, as long as you got a job and you know what the hell you want to do, we good. But you have to be a nurturer. Mm -hmm. That's just it. That's the only thing I need. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's good. So, so when I say that, so this is what I mean. So, if I, let's say if I could have it my way, I would have somebody that we would, we would talk every day. But if we don't talk every day, it's okay. Mm -hmm. um, of course, they'll be monogamous because I don't want to be flip-flocking. We monogamous. Um, do things together, but you still can do whatever you want to do. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> like, if you want to chop it up with people, do your thing. I ain't going to trip on you. Because I ain't ready to commit to because I may want to talk to somebody too. Okay. But when I'm doing something, I'm moving with you. I don't know if it's that fair. If it, That's in a perfect way. Nah, I know what you're saying. You're saying, like, you basically want that commitment. And, um, damn, I would just, I can't say homie name because that's too personal. But uh, I was having a conversation with somebody. And he caught his woman cheating. Mm-hmm. Are you good? Good. But I was having a conversation with someone, and he he caught his woman cheating. Mm. And that he was telling hard, her, is. yeah, it was hurt. It was hurting him hard. He came to the studio we was at, and having this long conversation. But I, I ain't gonna get into it too much because that shit way too personal. I don't want to tell nobody business, mm -hmm. but. The the interesting thing that that I got from it was he told her he was like hey you know we we can do this uh polyamorous relationship thing if that's what you want to do and she was like hell nah and he was like my nigga you already been doing it like I caught you going on a trip with someone like you know we can do this and I was telling him I was like I ain't gonna lie I don't believe in that and it's crazy because I'm always like on some man's man type shit but people don't know like I think. You don't I want think, to share? Nah, not at all. Like it's it's just a weird ass concept that I don't understand. So do I have that mindset? No, no, no. I think I'm I think, asking myself why you say that's what I'm saying. I'm thinking like, so Rashana, do you are you really like no, that? No, no. I think I think what you saying you want is you, you definitely don't want a polyamorous relationship. You <laughs> want you want to have a like a situationship. Yeah. You want to have somebody that you can kick it with and enjoy experiences, but also not be so serious and technical. I want partner like business. Like we can create together. Yeah. Like yeah. let's say we, I got, I, I'm already in motion. That's why ambition, like I said, is sexy and attractive because he's always in pursuit. He's trying to figure it out. He mm -hmm. on the road to figuring it out. I'm a solutionist by nature. So it's like, boom, if you got this, I got that, boom, let's let's work this shit together. Everything else gonna fall fall together. Mm -hmm. We'll we'll come to the day, we'll have a conversation like, listen, so what you gonna be I don't know what it even sound like. <laughs> what yeah. they say. So what they say, so it will be me and you. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what people say when they say that, you know. I don't know neither, because I would never ask nobody <laughs> like like, you wanna go with me, check yes or no. <laughs> 
AMB. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know what to say, but whatever they say, well, hey, babe, you know, hey, I think we need to have a conversation about, you know, us being more exclusive to be, be exclusively, to be exclusive. That's it. Yeah. And then we'll decide at that point, like, okay, is this if I really want to do? Because one thing about a woman and a man, if you getting really what you want from, from them, you're going to, by nature, you're going to kind of cut everything off. You Because you're satisfied. Yeah. You, you straight. You don't have no desire to even... Uh, be interested in the conversation or get phone numbers or or want to try to date another uh, uh have sex with another chick. And me in my mind, I don't even look at sex as a as a as a big thing. Now they don't mean cheat. That ain't what I'm Ooh, saying. That's a good topic. We can talk about. I ain't mean say cheat, but I know that sex is a physical act. So I Correct. wouldn't hold it over him. I wouldn't hold it over him. They don't give you permission to cheat. Give it up. Don't give permission. But if he cheat, I ain't gonna say, okay, well, I'm gonna just throw you out the window because it's a physical act. Now, if he emotionally cheat, that's a different story. But if he physically I feel like we on the same page with that. Cause that's how I feel about like women cheating versus men cheating. So um I tell my homeboys this. I ain't never said this on the mic. But as far <laughs> as far as cheating go, it's like us as men, we so fucking physical. So it's like we just want a different scenery. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I can break it down as far as an analogy. Like, I love Clearwater Beach, Florida. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite beach. I don't want to go there every trip, though. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, I want to go to Myrtle Beach and get some pizza. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Great so analogy. Like, yeah, so that's how it is. Because different is cheating. fun. Different yeah. is good. But, but that means you desire that. Mm-hmm. That means you don't get, you're not fully satisfied where you at. Because you can be in a relationship where you're fully satisfied, where you you still can be like, you know what, I'm going to Google Destin, uh, the Clearwater Beach, but I ain't going to take a trip there. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't mind you looking. I don't mind all that, but am I really going to act upon that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I'm really satisfied at home. Like, my girl, she, whomever, my partner, they, they satisfy me. It, it 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 is it can happen. I can tell you I can tell you a funny situation about that. Like I always felt like that too. And I remember being young, having a girlfriend, and like I always was cheating on my girlfriend when I was young. <laughs> but I remember it was one situation where like she was like, "Man, I really want us to hang out tonight." And I was like, "Nah, nah, nah, I'm about to kick it with my niggas." And I had ended up fucking with a chick that night. And no lie, like I got done fucking with this chick, and I was just laying there. I was like. This shit is stupid. Wow. And I'm young. I was only 17 years old. Wow. I was like, this shit is stupid. I was like, I could have went with Shawty and had a good ass night. Like, this shit whack. You yep. know what I'm saying? This yep. shit ain't hitting on nothing. Ain't hitting on nothing. But it's like you you craved it. You wanted it. And that's cool. That's why. It's I- also that disgusting ass male ego, though. Male ego is fucking disgusting. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah. It's like, I want my niggas to know I'm that nigga. Yeah. And it's like, for what? Fuck them niggas. Yeah. I don't know, but you guys, I mean, but I don't, I'm older, so I don't really see guys high-fiving, high-fiving their friends because they done. Man, di- dis- trust me, dis- they still do them. that dumb shit. I know some 60-year-old men that still do that dumb shit. They do. Shit. I don't, I don't know. I don't see it. I be watching for it, but I don't really get it. I really be around men or come across men and they be like, shit, they don't even like their girls liking girls. When I hear come, I be in the barbershop and, you know, I'm all up in the conversations yeah. and stuff like that. The barbershop, I love it. And they like, they don't even like their girls talking to other girls. You would think the the guy, the average guy want they, they girl with a three, you know, have a threesome with another girl. They're like, I don't um, want that shit. Unpopular opinion. I don't like threesomes. 
And I don't really give a fuck about no girl liking a girl. Oh, good question. Can I ask you a question, though? Go ahead. No threesome, right? Well, what if your chick say <laughs> she want a threesome with two guys? Oh, that's not a threesome. <laughs> that is a threesome. That shit ain't a threesome. That is a threesome. What, what, why is not a threesome? That's that a threesome. Shit, that shit is a train. That's not a train. Oh, with two that women and a man is a, a threesome. threesome. <gasps> I, but to I can me, tell you why. I can tell uh, you why. Tell me. Explain it to me. Um... Two men get in a room with one woman. I'm not touching this nigga. We not even making no. eye contact. <laughs> Two women get in a get in a room with a man. They kissing. They rubbing on each other. That's just all right. So there's negatives and positives, right? <laughs> <laughs> there's negatives and positives. There's only a couple ways that you can like come up with this formula. So two men and a woman. It's like, bruh. That's disgusting. You think about it, like you don't want no man touching no man while y'all having sex. Well, listen, that's gross. Well, it's it's, it's ways, okay? Because I watch it. It is different ways you could do stuff. But what I'm saying is that if you a man and you want to satisfy her desire, so what if what if, let's say I had a boyfriend, a man, and he's like, I'll I fulfill that desire. If you ever come across the same somebody else. And y'all agree. You'll work out. Because I know, you know, all that touchy stuff. Y'all know you guys don't want to do that. But if he's saying, I want to fulfill her desire and, and she can have sex with two men, what is wrong with that? And I ask this because I get this answer all the time. And it's not fair. Because you got women, they probably won't say it, but they won't. Or they they would they desire a scene it or whatever. They would like want to have a threesome with two men. It's it versus be, I'm, another I'm woman. I'm going to be honest. That's super open. Like... If a woman was comfortable enough to come to me and say that, I'm just going to be 100% honest. You yeah. better. I'm you being, better I'm be honest. being honest. I'm not doing that shit, and I'm judging you. <laughs> <laughs> That's just me being well, real. Why are you judging her? Man, because it's like, why you want to do all that? Like, I don't even want no threesome, but you want to have this train ran on you. And oh, it's, like, it's not a train. Let me tell you something, oh, Let me tell you something. I've, I've, I have the blessing. I've, I've come in contact with so many different type of men and women, and just have a conversation. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be when honest. You, when you open up yourself, I was just about to say that. When this you, is a open conversation. I'm not that open. You're not that open. Oh, okay. So you gotta get open first. I, look, look. <laughs> I pride myself in being open on on different situations. But and, you're not and, open and, on and that. topics. Well, this one right here. I'm very childish <laughs> on this topic. <laughs> I'm very childish. I can't even sit here and lie to you, like. The thought of like me watching my girl fuck somebody else is just it 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 nah because like all right I know this is gonna like sound contradicting to what I said about the Nipsey Hustle quote mm -hmm. but it's like when when you have that woman you feel like she's yours and I mm -hmm. want her to be mine yeah. so like seeing somebody else with her I don't I don't want nothing somebody else can have ah uh, but this is her desire take take you out of it mm -hmm. so you're not a pleaser. No, I'm not. I could tell. Yeah, I'm definitely not. <laughs> and I would never, I would never lie to a woman and say I am. Why never. you're not a pleaser at all? I've never gave oral sex to a woman before. Never. I'm 30 years old. I said I was gonna do it on my 30th birthday, <laughs> and I now I'm waiting till 31. <laughs> I'm still not ready. But that was weird because it's one of those situations where I feel like I know I'm a suck at it. And I don't even want to. You might as well get it over nobody. with, though. You might as well get but it I'm, on over it's with. It's gonna be bad, though. It's gonna be real. <laughs> but guess what? Bad. So that so that's why you haven't done it. That's mm -hmm. the that has been the disconnect because you mm -hmm. already know. First off, I haven't I haven't done it because I just 
I, I rarely have been in a situation where I felt like I had to do it. Like I said, like I always mess with women that was attracted to me. So, so they give like, you head, they 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 own you, they doing whatever. Yeah. And you fine with that. But I mean, when it's her turn When I was young, I didn't really like, okay, you was talking about sex. To me, sex ain't never was never a big deal. Mm-hmm. Sex was one of them things where it was like every every two, three days, I'd be like, nah, I take that back. When I was young, I had sex every day. So like <laughs> every day, like I wake up and be like, man, let me get some ass before I go run around these streets. Oh wow! I go have sex and I'll be like, all right, I got shit to do. I'm gonna holler at you later. Cool, boom, go. You know what I'm saying? Just never really thought about it. Like I never sat down and was like, um, like most niggas around that age would go cop hotel rooms for the weekend and like they literally would have sex in them hotel rooms for the weekend. I didn't enjoy that. I don't want to have sex all day. Like I never. So, so just, you, do you like sex? Period. Uh, you do I, to get off. I like I like sex, but it's not on my top things to do. Mm. I'm one of them type people. Like it's you'll you'll probably judge me if I told you the things I like doing more than sex. Uh, I can, I can listen to you because it sounds like you're not a when you say you're not a pleaser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you say like what did I'm like oh okay so if you told me if you told me I had to pick between sex or a box of these you gonna pick I'm gonna picking pick that cigars. box. I love cigars. <laughs> like I can sit here and like I can make a love note about cigars. Wow. But sex I'll be like yeah sex cool. But like you I ain't got to have sex. it. You ain't got to have it. It ain't on your brain. No, I didn't say I don't have to have it. Okay. <laughs> I got to have sex. But see, like, I view it but differently. But you haven't born, it's like you have born mediocre sex. People, you, people say that when they hear me say that. And um, I disagree. Whatever. That's what in your brain. That's what you, and they ain't telling you either. But that, I'm not That's probably true, though. That's probably true. They're not telling that's you. That's probably true. Because if you, if you don't even sound open, and, and I may be judging a little bit further along, but just listening to you, that's why I said, oh, you're not a pleaser. And mm-hmm. one thing I know is that if you're going to keep, a, ever in your life, ever want to keep a woman, you're going to have to be a pleaser. You're going to have to please something. It ain't all about oral, but you have to be trying to please her some way, shape, form, and fashion. So listen to you, they ain't telling you shit. And but you know, sometimes yeah. you do get in your bag where you try to please someone. But mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm just speaking of like overall. If I can speak I like you. the overall point of my life, sex never really like been the super important thing. It was always like a task. It was like, oh, I got to do this, so let me knock this out so I can get to these <laughs> yeah, other tasks. You know tasks, what I'm saying? Yeah. It was always one of them type things. So you're not a so it's essential. So maybe you're coming to that. Maybe you'll come across something where you know. On your sensual side, because you that part is good for you for your creativity. Yeah, you know what I'm saying for in relationships, even with connecting with women, because regardless in whatever nature work you do, you want to connect with women, not sexual, but you have to understand the feminine energy, you have to understand yeah. your sensual self and how to be able to work it. So it's and like, you know that's funny because like I'm very awkward around women like me today in my age, <laughs> and I feel like that's something I need to tap into because like your best fans will be women. Yeah. But me, I'm so awkward around women. It's like, I be telling my homeboys, I be like, and they love y'all you. niggas so feminine. I don't understand what the women <laughs> <They love you>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so but that's, that's crazy too. Because like, women like me, but it's 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 the mystique though. That's what they like. Because it's like, I don't really be like them niggas. Like, them niggas be like, oh, hey, uh, you're so beautiful. And oh, I just so be sitting there like, so what you say? What you say when you uh when you meet someone? And you say good morning. 
what you say when you when you're interacting with good morning you don't say you ain't you don't say nothing to get a smile or whatever what's on your brain like good morning beautiful whatever, whatever honestly i'm one of them type people i say like whatever's on my mind so it's like if i think you looking good today i'll be like hey what's up you know you looking good mm-hmm. like i'm a straightforward type person okay yeah i'm not i'm not the I'm not the the scripted type. Gotcha. Like if 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 I don't like what you look like, I'm not gonna be like, oh, you look good today. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I'm kind of. But you let her know though. That shit, though. But yeah. you do let her know. Yeah, well, that's a good for sure. thing. For yeah. Sure. Like um, I don't like I don't like cornrows. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm weird as hell. I don't like cornrows, and I don't like a lot of makeup. Uh huh. Like I don't like the the the. The drag look yeah yeah that's, that's that's just too much i just don't like that and that also goes back to the mama boy shit because mm-hmm. growing up my mama she a country girl mm-hmm. so um she always had long thick ass hair fucking sweatpants and walmart shoes mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so like i kind of like that i, excuse like me, that I kinda, I love that natural look uh-huh. i just love that shit uh-huh I don't like oh, all that. Oh, there we go. There we go. Look at me over here. Put a little something. Put a little something out of you. Come on. See, it nah, is something. I always say that shit. <laughs> for real. I don't like all that dolled up shit. Like that dolled up shit. I'll be like, what you doing this for? Like, I'll never forget. I used to mess with this girl. And, and she changed my life. I ain't going to lie. She was very beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was a Puerto Rican girl. I think I was 20. I had just turned 21. I remember because I started going to the club with my homeboys and I had to use a fake ID. Okay, hello. Shout 21. out. Yeah. <laughs> And um, remember them days. Shawty was so beautiful, and she came to my crib one time, and this was the first time my mama took an overseas job, and I was kind of stressed out about like missing my mama type shit. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm making this podcast about her, but anyway, mm-hmm. um, I was kind of stressed out by that shit a little bit, but this ain't why I snapped on Shawty. Shawty pulled up, she had this nice ass red dress with these red heels. Everybody know my favorite color red, mm-hmm. so because red is a seductive color, mm-hmm. and um. I don't know what it was. I got to drinking. Oh, and that same night, uh, I had a box Chevy at the time with like these rims, and you know how the trunk got them slanted. Mm-hmm. I sat a bottle of Grey Goose on the trunk, and the shit slid down and broke on the ground. So I'm mad as hell. I'm like, man, what the fuck? I went and brought another bottle. So now I done spent sixty five dollars and only drunk one bottle. <laughs> so I'm mad. And she pull up and she like, yeah, I just want to look good for you. I like, where you about to go? And she was like. Oh, I wasn't about to go nowhere. I was like, bitch, you lying. You about to go somewhere. Like, I'm tripping. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I'm tripping. But at the same time, like, that situation made me think that, like, looks ain't everything. No. Like, I only liked Shawty because she was fine. Yeah, like, she like had it. nothing else for no me. No substance. Nothing. She literally had nothing for me. Like, Shawty used to cry because she couldn't cop the new Jordans. Wow. Because I remember, like, she was crying about not copping the C-Mints. For people that know shoes, C-Mints is uh, uh, the black... In, in gray uh, Jordan 3's She was crying and shit By not copping them bitches And I had a good weekend So I was like Man let me buy this bitch These shoes I never used to buy shit For women mm-hmm, mm-hmm, But I brought the bitch The shoes And I brought the bitch A sweater <laughs> And I gave it to her And she was so fucking happy mm-hmm. And I was just like Man this bitch too materialistic mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying Like this what it took <laughs> For you to goddamn be on me Me to buy you some shit Come on But, but that's just a way of showing uh, uh, That's just an act of service Come on that, but, don't but why do I have to do that just for you to you know you with don't me? have to do that but it's a way of showing someone that you have you have their attention or mm-hmm. their interest you're interested 
it doesn't necessarily mean you have to spend money. You'll come across some women where you may have to spend money, whatever, X, Y, Z, or buy them something. That's just their way. But sometimes they be wanting to like, oh, okay, they think about me as a thought. Okay, I appreciate it. You let me know you see me. Okay. What's wrong with that? I mean, ain't nothing, nothing too much wrong, wrong with it. With it exactly. but, it's like, but it's like, why Why is that all you care about? Like, me and Sean ain't never had no, like, no deep conversations. We ain't had nothing. We but just had that moment. Her. We just had moments. Right. But hey, that's what she want. You had to fit. You fit. You was the closest nigga that was going to fill it up, you know, fit, uh, meet the need. Mm-hmm. So she just, hey, used you. That's what it sound like. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Cause uh-huh. I ain't really, I ain't really had shit for her. Like, that's I mean, all I really did. I mean, everybody get used. Don't necessarily mean it's a negative thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just like it's an exchange. You go back, it's I an agree. exchange. You know, you give me something, I give you something. <laughs> and that time, you know, she was talking about the shoes. She's like, well, let me exchange. Let me give her the shoes, this, that, and the third. And whatever you might, she may give you more attention. Did you have a good time? Did she show you her appreciation? <laughs> yeah. Because after yeah. that, after that, um, uh, this isn't going to be something politically correct, but R. Kelly is my favorite singer. <laughs> she had. Did she bust a 12 play? Yeah. How you know a 12 play? How you knew? <laughs> that's my, that's know. one of my favorite albums of all time. 12 play. I love 12 play. That's my <laughs> shit. Yeah. And she bust out the 12 play. We was good. Look, you know what what, it was worth the shoes and the sweater, wasn't it? No. <laughs> you an asshole. <laughs> but she wore kid shoes, so them shits cost like $120, one twenty, one ten. So what? That's still hundred dollars for some shoes ain't bad. Mm. I wouldn't trip about spending no hundred dollars on those shoes. Shit, that's crazy. She got some. But I mean, I was young at that time, so like, I had, I had, a, I had money. I ain't had no bills. Ah, I had money not. with no bills, so I was, I was good. But I remember she stopped fucking with me because I told her this shit about to sound crazy. <laughs> this chick is so weird. She loved steak and shake. Uh-huh. You know, this before Augusta had a steak and shake. Okay. Uh I told her I was going to Atlanta because my brother went to school out there. I was dropping him off. And she was like, Oh, I want to go so I can go to steak and shake. I was like, cool. She had fell asleep. What she didn't know was I was going out there to get some weed too. Mm-hmm. So I went and got the weed while she was asleep. And when she woke up, she was like, what the fuck is that smell? And I was like, what smell? You smell something? I said, I said, Michi, that's my little brother. I was like, Michi, you smell something? That nigga was like, huh? Nah. <laughs> and she was like, oh, I must be tripping. So we had went to Walmart because I went to get some saran wrap and got them. I come back in the car. She got this nasty attitude. Dropped my brother off at school. We get back. Uh, no, we get the steak and shake. And, um. She just started snapping. She was like, you ain't the man I thought you was and all mm. kind of shit. And, uh, oh, no, nah, she didn't stop fucking with me. I stopped fucking with her. I remember because that was a Saturday. And then came Thursday. My homeboy was going to school at Southern. And um, he was about to go take a test. And I had traded in my car and got a new car with some big-ass rims on it. I was feeling good about life. Mm-mm. And he was like, shit, meet me in Pepperidge. She stayed in Pepperidge. He was like, meet me in Pepperidge. And I was like, shit, I'm going to drop my car off at Shawty Crib. I called her. I dropped the car off. She called me. She she wasn't home, but I was cool with her mama. So pulled in, dropped the car off. She called me and was like, who car that is? I was like, that's my new shit. Because I had just got it the night before. And she was like, yo, 
your last car suited you better. This one here is too flashy. And I was like, oh, she don't want to see me do good. I oh. came back from Statesboro. <laughs> I picked my car up. I never talked to her again. Oh, wow. Yeah. Never talked to her again. Off that one statement. That's all I needed. That's mm. all I needed. But see, she had me coming out of myself anyway. Like, she used to come around and got them. <sighs> she used to come around and be like, I think you drink too much. You you be with your friend. I done stopped drinking. I done got them. Uh, I don't do the matching clothes and shit. Mm-hmm. The new shoes used to come out. Me and her used to be matching and shit. Ah. I said, oh, let me get my motherfucking life together. Ah, but what was wrong with it, though? What was it? You liked it. You said she had nothing to offer you, but obviously she offered something because you. But that shit wasn't me. I was, I was like conforming to like what she wanted to do just because I was like, conform? let me make her happy. Why? But why? Why? I, I mean, think I just I just like the idea yeah. of being with her, cause like everybody was like, man, she's so beautiful, she's so fine, uh-huh. and you know it was some ego shit. Yeah, and I learned so that you was day, on your ego shit. like yeah, because I always been a nigga that like the low key girl. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? I don't like the girls that be all in everybody's face that everybody be seeing. Uh huh. And after that day, that's when I was like, nah, I ain't fucking with them girls that 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 everybody everybody see. Everybody like like that ain't my that's type. That's not fair. What if she a person is a good person? That's true. That's true. That's but not fair. I mean, like, so I wasn't saying that because of her. Like, because of her. First off, she just ain't had shit to offer me. Mm-hmm. She just wasn't a very smart girl. So I ain't I ain't had no business like really fucking with her that tough anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know that shit sounds straightforward, but oh, it's the gosh. truth. I just ain't had no business. Yeah. Like, but it was fun. It was fun while it lasted. It was cute. I wouldn't say fun. It was cute. It was cute. Yeah, it was cute. Like the she, matching shoes and shit. It was so cute. So she had to be that pretty. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what it was. Yeah. So you like that, the one to glow a little bit. I yeah, help. She fine. I got an old picture of me and her in my phone. I'll show you. Yeah, she fine. See, Snooker? <laughs> <laughs> she was, though. She was beautiful. It's going to take me a minute to find it, but I'm going to find it. God damn, that make you do anything. It's pretty. It is, man. That's how disgusting we is as men. Like, and that's why I was telling my home, but I understand about men having low standards because it's like, you know, I done been up before too. Shit. Like now me scrolling through these old ass pictures. I'm like, I definitely done been up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, no. All this childish ass shit. Men they wanna do what they wanna do. They wanna have they wanna do no restraint, no responsibility. Oh yeah! Oh look at you! Okay, young as hell. Look at the look at the whole picture. Yeah. I'm in the club with my homeboys. That's right. You the one with the girl. What's wrong with that? You feel like a sucker, huh? Yeah, but I was only 21, so that's mm-hmm. why I'm like, man, well, I'm ain't nothing wrong with that. I ain't know no better, man. Whatever. You gonna find somebody you can do that shit again with? Yeah. Shit, that yeah. shit over. I bet it won't. Yeah, nah, right. Nah, I got myself figured out. Now nah, we good. Mm. We ain't doing that because so Say so like a relationship. Y'all have to meet each other halfway. Yes. So it's like, okay, I'm not completely sucking my ways. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. You can change my mind. You too, you too young to be stuck in your ways. Okay. Yeah. Cause you got more. Years you can to change be stuck my mind, ways. just like I said about yeah. the marriage thing. You can change my mind about this marriage uh-huh. shit. I promise you, you can. Uh-huh. But you better come with some shit. Yeah. Cause I got some shit. Cause you want the facts. Yeah. <laughs> you better come with some shit. But yeah, I'm not. I, I'm not too far stuck in it, but. Some shit you just gotta meet halfway. Yeah. You got to. Got to. And like those no, were the situations you got to. 
like some non-negotiables. Say, hey, this is not negotiable. Either you going to get with it or get gone. But that's good, though. That's good, though. But it's fine because stay like you are. And then but something going to come along yeah. and going to switch you up. And then it's, a, you know, I'm going to see you post somebody on Facebook. I see it all the time. I see it all the time, guys. will say X, Y, Z, no. Next thing I know, I see a picture or something or whatever. They they posted somebody like they, they been told, digging with. Like I told Moto, <laughs> I'm already in a relationship with Jesus Christ, man. Everybody going to see later. You know what I'm saying? It might be uh the relationship that, you know. I ain't going to lie. I'm just going to be honest. I'm just going to say this, and then I'm changing the subject right after I say it. So say it. don't even try to have a rebuttal. Oh, don't. <laughs> some, some people know that the person that they're with is always, like, in the public eye, and they don't want to be involved with that whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So you just got to chill. And I completely respect that. Mm-hmm. Because if I wasn't podcasting, I wouldn't even be on social media. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. But anyway, next subject. Speaking <laughs> of podcasting. <laughs> speaking of podcasting. I'm trying to switch it up. Go ahead, man. What got you on podcasting? Because we here right now. And I told Maine, like the first time I the first time I heard your episode, I think it was on it, it was on his SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I was like, I was like, hey, bruh, she got it. Mm-hmm. All she needs is organization. Yeah. She got it though. Cause the thing about this podcasting that people don't know is it's about being open. It's about having good com- uh communication skills. That's the that's the one that a lot of people miss. Mm-hmm. The communication skills part. Mm-hmm. And like I rarely see that shit. Cause I know a lot of podcasters now, and they they garbage mm-hmm. most of them. But when I heard you on his shit, I was like, "Oh, she got it, bro." Mm-hmm. And I could tell, like, you probably ain't even know that you this was something you could do. No, no, my uh, my advisor, Kobe, shout out to Kobe. Um, he we was like trying to figure out a way. How can I? Uh, have exposure so i always figure i had to do something but i'm not really the in the in the, in the camera person i'm not a live person i really i don't like attention mm-hmm. so he was like you should you should do a podcast but he knew i was battling with like in my voice mm-hmm. i'm just coming to like in my voice my my voice changed at an octave lower i'm lower you know you call me eight shit you call me nine o'clock in the morning you gonna ask is this Rashonda? or this this is a dude you know what i'm saying like my voice is so heavy and then at nighttime it's deep so i was battling with that so he was like you should do a podcast and i'm like ah, oh hold on wait a minute what is it what 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 it, what it entails you know, and got more information about that. And I'm like, well, bet I ain't got to be in the camera and I could be myself. And then Maine um, introduced me. I, I met Maine and then he, well, I did a fire. I, I reached out to him about starting the podcast up. And then he asked me to be on his show. We just chopping it up. And then when I did it on the very first episode, I was like, well, hold up. <clears throat> this is not that bad. Yeah, <laughs> I might be able to do this. Yeah. And ever since then, I've I, I committed to doing it. And so it's just more so me building my tribe, building my audience. Um, I have a home based business. I'm gonna throw my plug out there. You know, I'm in total. I'm yeah. a I'm we a life talk changer. About that too. Yeah, and I sell. You know, the famous, the world most famous. I ate so detox tea, and that's the vehicle I'm using for some of the desires that I want in life. And I need to. I need more exposure. And what could give me more exposure? This podcast went without me being in the camera. And so, yeah, so I'm a rookie. I'm a rookie. I'm just learning this thing. You and me, I watch you guys mow. Y'all got, y'all, y'all are awesome. Y'all are great examples. And I'm glad I'm so, I kind of blended in 
because I get to learn because I don't know. So I'm not like y'all saying, I've been doing this for years. And I'm like, nah, nah. Oh, nah, they've been doing it way longer than me, too. Yeah, I see. This this year, too, for me. This year, too? Okay, yeah, I see. Not me. I'm like, uh, let me let me go on Pinterest and let me Google what is a podcast. Yeah. Let me do this because I had no clue. But, just, but the thing is, I was already watching people anyway. I'm always watching. I'm very observant. So I'm like, ah, oh, I might be able to do that. So, yeah. So, yeah, so that brought me into podcasting. What you plan on doing with the podcast? You know what? To be honest, I'm going to let this journey flow um, because, like I said, it's for exposure. I want to, you know, want my tribe. I want to develop a tribe. My tribe, to, you know, to find me. They, I find them whatever shape, form, fashion. But, um, but I'll also be able to just get more of my story, get more of my perspective out, um, to to people that need it. That 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 they need something. They want to come into a discovery or something that I have to say. I think that'll be it. I I, I feel like it, once I become consistent and you know continue to work it. I believe it'll be an outlet for people to come get a variety of information from encouragement. I'm an I'm an encourager by nature. <laughs> yeah, I encourage by nature. You know, I'm a solutionist. You know, I'm real. You know, you're not gonna get you know me being uptight now. I'm hooded in a mug. I'm gonna be myself. I'm gonna talk about this, that, and the third. But I can bring a whole other intellectual side to the conversation or perspective. I can. I'm very diverse. So yeah. I'd be able to make some stuff happen with expanding my brand. What made you name it Big Girl Big Talk? You know what? It kind of fit because I'm my whole plan was Big Girl Big Talk was like I'm gonna have a uh, this is gonna be for like the for like a plus size community. We are gonna have like non traditional conversations about plus size women. And when you said <laughs> earlier, like uh, oh you know when we was younger, you thought Big Girl Sting, Big Girl yeah. this, that, the, like that still goes around. Like that narrative have not changed. Oh, it's, I thought it was over. I no, no, no. That narrative have not changed. Big girls this, big girls that. And um, like I had a ish a uh, a uh, 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 thing um, and I can share this real quick um, that uh just looking for like uh answers and stuff. Like I was talking to a guy. I don't want to sound like I'm a whore. Now we talking about sex experience. Well, <laughs> 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 uh, judgment free zone. This is look, safe space. I'm sitting here just saying, I'm like, space. damn, I'm saying, I'm, like, I'm telling my story and shit. It's see podcast. You be telling yourself. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, don't hurt a podcaster. Some, I had some bumps in it. Long story short, I had some bumps in the inside of my thighs, and my legs were up together. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like from no STD or no nasty ass shit. It just no, it's it's the skin breakdown, the yeah. moisture, and it's dark. So you know whatever. So. We was arguing in the moment anyway. And then he looked down. I was like, well, I couldn't get hard anyway looking at them nasty-ass bumps in the inside of your leg. And I was, oh, that just hit my spirit. That told me up. And then I went, I'm a Googler. So I'm Googling stuff like, what do you do when someone say this? I'm that person. If you ever type it so crazy, I'm that person to type it so crazy shit on Google. Like, what do you say when? Uh, what, what do you say when a guy say something hurtful to you? Or what? How do you cure bumps in the inside of your legs? Like, I just found some shit on YouTube. This lady was talking about it too. But I went and did that, and I'm like, yo, it ain't nothing out here that you can talk about those conversations. Because if it is, I I found it. I would have found it. Mm-hmm. No podcast about it. No, no, really, YouTube's about itself. But, but she's not a big girl. She's she's slender. But I just found her the other day talking about a different variety of things. But it wasn't nothing out there. So like a big girl, and then she bit out. So me and my advisor, we kind of went through some names, and that kind of stuck. Big girl, 
Big girl beats out. Yeah, that's a chant. Big girl beats <laughs> That's a chant. <laughs> yes, big girl beats out. It kind of flowed, kind of flowed together. <laughs> How many episodes you got so far? Shit. <laughs> probably like, uh, oh, I need to have some more. You're calling me out. Uh, probably like 10. Like that's 10 a good now. number, though, starting out. That's a good nah, number. that's not a good number. That's a good number. No. I'm only at like 80. Oh yeah, ten eighty. Nah, but here. see, I've been. I told you, I've been doing it for uh this year too. But only thing about me is, I've been dropping every Tuesday. Yeah, you since yeah. I started. Yeah, I'm, I have. I've been because life happens. This happens. This X Y. Which ain't nothing wrong with it. And I took the pressure off myself because it's like I'm trying to balance a lot of things, and but I'm committed to this. Like I'm not going to stop doing it. So I have to find a better balance. And now I'm a producer now. Yeah, I'm a I producer you. now. You're producer. Yeah, with your help, main <laughs> help, most help, you know. So it's like I'm learning everything. Mm-hmm. So it's like I want to talk about that too. Like, what made you actually get your own equipment instead of just outsourcing and having somebody else record you? Well, with me, I'm always looking for a gap with something. So when I first when I met Maine on our very first conversation, I was like, I want to learn how to do it. Because I will, I want to know what comes behind whatever I'm saying I'm involved in. So I like I want to know it. Cause my whole thing was, shit, I'ma learn this, and then I'ma do this for other people. Another way of trying to make some money. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so that was my thing. I'm like, shit, I'ma learn this, and I'ma damn help some other people. But it didn't kind of work out like that because it's like, okay, I was like, oh, this is easy, this is convenient. But once you see that you, um. When you're, you're when someone is helping you, you're you're a subject to their time. You're subject to to what they got going on. You got to fill in the blank, and that's fine and cool. But it's like you know, I want more freedom with this because I want to be. Able, it won't be. It may be a night where I probably I'm in the mood. I want to talk. I can't call man. Like hey man, hey meet me at the shop. Let's record. No, you know I want to be able to do that myself. I want to be able to say hey, this is what I'm doing, and I'm like you know what. And then Mo Mo was already. In the works of getting her own. So I went to her house that same day when you came over there, when I uh-huh. met you again, and Mo had her her piece there, and I'm and I'm a combo girl. And I'm sitting here buying pieces in here, pieces there, right? And I seen that. I said, That's a combo. <laughs> I'm a combo girl. Two piece sets or whatever, anything that simplify my life, I I buy it. I said, Oh shit. Mo showed me how much it costs. I said, Bet. Goddamn, a few weeks later, I said, Mo, I ordered the equipment. We about to, I'm about to do it. So it was like a real like a jump. Cause I want to get the process going. Cause I feel like I want to be able to help other people. And this time I meet a podcast, but this can be a branding thing. This could be something else that could come into a stream of income eventually once I master it. So I'm like, shoot your shot. Yeah, that's a big investment. That's why I was proud of y'all when y'all got y'all equipment. Yeah. I know how it is. Like somebody like me and Maine. We more so put in the time versus the investment. Because, mm-hmm. like, I think man got, like, a $100 board. I got a $200 board. And I got computers and shit. But I'm a, I'm a nerd. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little different. But, yeah, you definitely got to invest into what you want to do. Got to. It's the same way as, like, a local rapper. I think every rapper should have their own studio. So if you're a podcaster, you should have your own equipment. Mm-hmm. So you can, like... If you if you wake up in the middle of the night and you have something that you really want to talk about, you can get up and you can go in your room and you can record. Because mm-hmm. I do that shit all the time. Mm-hmm. 
That's where most of my videos come from. Oh, wow. He's like, oh, let me get up. I don't want to get in that space. I did that the other day uh, with, with, with my last episode. That was just one um, um, that I just was like, you know what? Oh, I'm feeling a certain type of way. And I ain't want to be all blasted on social media looking like, oh, oh now I'm in my feelings about yeah, something. Yeah, that's a perfect but, place to vent. And though. I was like, this on is my podcast. platform. Yeah. I can. This is my platform to say whatever I want to say. It doesn't matter what anybody say because this is my platform. You ain't got you, you ain't got to listen to it click. if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I got up and I was like, "Ooh, that was good. That was therapeutic." So I'm like, "Yeah, I like this." I just with me, it's just I'm always challenging myself. I'm always tough on myself. So it's like, Rashana, you you could do better. You got to you got to how to balance it out. But a good part about having your own and doing you know about me having equipment is that I can I have my own time. So I'm gradually learning more. I'm gonna be able to lay some tracks in a minute dealing with damn audacity. Might <laughs> <laughs> say, come on, son, let me go ahead record in my studio. Yeah, Shit. it make you feel like that yeah. type of producer for real. Yeah, I'm over here click. I'm on YouTube. I never been on YouTube so much. Like, okay, this is this equalizer, yeah. normalize, uh, fade in, fade out. Yeah, Clivic, cause man, uh, I got homeboys. Control. I got homeboys that yeah. do music, and they be calling me, asking me how to how to work the audio shit. Oh man, it's that a that shit work. be crazy. It's a work. Let me tell you something. This ain't for me, but I'm gonna <laughs> learn it because I want to be able to duplicate it. Um, that's why I asked you about that. I was gonna ask you, like, you know, um, I never paid somebody to record me, like. Do you feel like the skill is worth it for a podcast? Because I got a big podcast and audience by mm-hmm. people that podcast. So, do you feel like the skill is worth it? Like, if you're starting a podcast, you need to learn how to record yourself, or do you feel like it's it it it's also okay for somebody to record you? You know, it's it's on your level of commitment. Mm-hmm. It's all to me. So it's whatever you want to do. If uh, if you see like okay, you're gonna be serious about it, then Get you know determine that and then eventually probably get your own equipment because you got to think about the overhead. You can cut out that overhead. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then you can be more artistic, creative, flexible with your time. But if you're not necessarily serious and you're trying it out, then coming to someone like yourself or Maine or whomever else is doing it would be idle because, see, you don't have to invest much. You can just pay for the time. So you're mm-hmm. paying whatever 50, 60, whatever dollars you're paying, pay that, you sit down, record, go, and you guys handle the rest. That's for somebody that's not necessarily as serious, but they're testing it. So it's, it's, a, it's a good market for it. It's a good market because podcast is trending. In businesses, forget people, businesses are now podcasting. So that's a whole nother avenue that you can get in. What if a business want to do something for one time? What if they got a, a campaign they want to run and they just want to do podcasts for a short period of time? You This right here will come into play. They don't have to worry about investment because that may or may not be in. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's all according to the level of commitment. Yeah. I was wondering. I just gave that. you a whole strategy right here. You seen that, right? Yeah, you did. I the, did, huh? The people need to hear that though, because there's a lot of people <laughs> that want to get into podcasting. And I had somebody hit me up. Oh, I'm a, I'm a definitely reach back out to her because I just thought about that because I forgot to send it to her. She was asking about what equipment she should get, but I, I, I really wanted to tell her like, you know, I can, I can give you the equipment. It's about how you're gonna use it though. Mm, yeah, is it worth the investment? And this is it in your pockets. Don't forget, you're not getting paid. Yeah. Some people may monetize, but starting off nine out of ten, you, you're not monetizing anything because, like, you know, people want to see like how can you how can your podcast benefit them. So if you if you you gonna make a big investment, small investment, determine if you are gonna really do it. I'll just utilize someone that's already doing it before I even consider buying it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Let me run this course. There's first. ways to make money off of podcasting. Like somebody like me, somebody like me, we make money off podcasting, but you know, it ain't no crazy ass amount when yeah. you at this low of a level. Cause um I mainly make my money. I got sponsors. Um I got I got ads, a couple ads, nothing crazy though. And I produce. Mm-hmm. So that's basically where I make my money off as far as podcasting goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like somebody just I want to create a podcast. Like, if you're not, if you're not necessarily, um, what can I say? If you ain't, if you ain't got a high influence already, yeah, facts. you know what I'm saying? Where you got people automatically gonna tune into you? And my ass thought I was a little influential and shit. My numbers be low as hell. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm I'm okay with that. I'm actually okay. Like I'm good. Honestly, that- it ain't even really about the numbers though. I, I'm learning that I'm okay with people listening because I didn't think people were listening, but I, I work in the mall, so people are like, oh, Rashonda, like, hey, I listen to your podcast. Oh, you listen to my podcast? You listen to yeah. Cause you, you know? Because you'll be shocked. Like, you'll have 100 plays on the episode, mm-hmm. and you'll be like, man, that shit ain't shit. Mm-hmm. But then you'll go somewhere, and, like, somebody will be like, Oh, I heard your podcast. Mm-hmm. Somebody else would be like, Oh, you the podcast. Mm-hmm. They ain't never heard your yeah. shit, mm-hmm. but somebody they know heard it. That's how that's how it grows like that. Like that's the weird space I'm in with it because I go out and every time I go out, somebody want to talk to me about podcasts. Oh wow, like, nigga, say some of that smart nigga shit you be saying. <laughs> like what, nigga? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like what are you talking about? Like I'm not a walking podcast, my nigga. Yeah, but people look they they're interested because it's something that you doing. You put yourself out there, mm-hmm. so it was like you put yourself in the front front, and they like you know what. I can do that too. So they seeing you and they're like, I can do that too. And they, and they're pulling from you. You're providing, you're being impactful to them. And so they're like, okay, well, they just getting some information. Some people, they uh, may be interested. Some people really want it. So it's like, just those interactions is kind of like more few. Do you feel like, do you find it to be more few for you when they come to you? Like, yeah, maybe. Sometimes like you use the best word. Like it's kind of like a, uh, influence. Mm-hmm. I noticed that it's some people I be around and they see me so much they literally don't know what they got going on or what they gonna do with life but they see me and they be like mm-hmm. oh this nigga happy. Yeah. Like I'm gonna do what he do. <laughs> yeah. So they start starting podcasts uh-huh. and I see that shit and I, I, ain't, I ain't even gonna sit here and flex. I kinda like that shit. Yeah. Like I be like damn like even if this shit don't work out for me and I don't never accomplish the goals that I got mm-hmm. set like I know that, that, that I put that stamp and I at least help these 10 20 people mm-hmm. and it's literally like 10 people i'll be seeing that start a podcast because mm-hmm. absolutely they be like you know what you it's like you being that person for them that you wanted yeah. for yourself when you was starting up whatever so before you were starting you probably had some examples but not as much so boom now you to a certain level and they looking at you like damn me damn i need that you showing them what you needed and so it only just helps you and don't worry your audience is going to grow it's going to grow because mm-hmm. you know you serve people you always be taken care of you always have you always have your audience so continue doing what you're doing so they're going to encourage me right yeah yeah i <laughs> that, appreciate that that's though. the encourager coming out because yeah, you because are honestly, impactful when you do some shit and you're trying to see it grow like me i'm one of the people that's never happy anyway mm-hmm. so but you need to hear that shit. And it's kind of like what people also don't understand is it depends who the person is. So, like, you saying those words to me, it make me feel better. But, like, you know, some people you go out and they be like, boy, I fuck with what you're doing. And you be like, huh, uh, yeah, huh, yeah. Like, yeah. Nah, okay. 
<laughs> yeah. So don't think this is not don't think this is not strange or ordained that we having this conversation because you are impactful. We, even before I knew like you, like personally, I'm like I people saying something to me. I'm like, I don't know who Swim is. I don't know nothing about this man. But hold on, who is he? I want to get to know him. What is he doing? And yeah. I meet you and you're so in- intellectual. You're so uh you're so you're a servant, like in a servant leader. Which means you don't mind helping. Anytime I call, you help. You do this, that, and the third with Mo. And I'm like, yeah, it's pretty, pretty cool. Even though he's an asshole. Yeah, I am. Even I though you're an asshole. No even though you shit. know you got your way about you, but you have another part of you. And it's okay. It balanced yeah. out. <laughs> I'm straightforward. You make it like, balance that's just, out. That's just how I grew up. Like uh, You're supposed to say what you mean, mean what you say. Yeah, so I, I think I took that shit around with it. Yeah, a lot of people ain't used to people being direct with them. They offended. They they take offense to you telling them the truth. They don't mm-hmm. want to hear that shit, but that's okay. We need to hear it. Yeah. We need to hear truth because sometimes somebody ain't telling us the truth, then we run here face shaking like, oh, I'm the shit. Like, nah, bitch, calm down. You're not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or no, you sitting here acting like you know X Y Z or whatever it may be. I can't think of no more examples, but yeah, continue doing you. Continue yeah. doing you. You you you, you are try. awesome. I'm gonna try. Awesome. That's why I was so excited. I'm like, yay! Yay! I, get <laughs> I told you because I had I had told Maine that day y'all came over here and y'all were, uh was recording the podcast. I forgot what y'all call it, Soul Session. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, y'all was recording that. Uh, I was texting Maine while y'all was recording, and I was like, man, Shawty got it. You know what I'm saying? You and, think I can? I'll be. I'll be. Nah, for I'll real. I'll be like, do it really make sense? When he hear this, he'll tell you. I said that shit. I was like, bro, I promise you, I'll do a podcast with her, mm-hmm. and that shit'll go. Mm-hmm. And no lie, like that first hour we just did, I was like, oh, that shit gonna go. <laughs> and we still, we still record, and uh, I'm already thinking, I'm like, what I'm gonna do with the clips? Oh like, yeah. I'm like, oh, this shit about to go. Oh yeah. Oh, Especially yeah. Especially oh, because yeah. you had me talking about shit I don't talk about. Like I don't talk about love, and I don't talk about sex. But, but it, the way we talked about it. I like that. I like that was cool. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. I like that <laughs> shit. I was like, yeah, see, I can talk about it like that. Mm-hmm. I just can't talk about it in the sense of like you do a podcast with a woman that got like a lip service type podcast mm-hmm. and she'd be like, So slim. Mm-hmm. You got a girlfriend. I love lip service. <laughs> I hate lip I service. I love lip service. And see, I hate Angela it. Gigi L'Oreal. Yes. No, no. Listen to lip service, guys. Man, you you seen, better not cut this part off. <laughs> you seen you seen the episode with King Vine? Okay, you gotta you got I gotta see a picture. Man, King Vine. Cause they be having some people on there. I don't be knowing who they. I don't know who they are. King Vine is a uh, one of my old customers. Can change. King Vine is a a, a street a street rapper from who Chicago. Who is his girlfriend? His girlfriend is she this a- little young girl that my homeboy used to fuck with. Ah, that shit is see. crazy. This is King Vine. I think I seen him on there. I yeah. think so. He a little street nigga from Chicago. But um, not Lil. I fought with King Vine, even though his songs be sounding the same. But I fought with him. But, <laughs> All they But uh, I was watching that episode, and th- and they was just talking that like they was asking about his girl from the course. You know, his lip service. Mm-hmm. So I so I get it. But they just started talking about certain shit, and I'm like, this nigga a street nigga. He don't know what the fuck y'all think, talking look, about. I think I seen it because especially his verbiage was horrible. If I was, we talking about the same yeah. episode, you know, you know, it, he couldn't even really answer the question. I think I'm talking yeah. about, but they, let me tell you, when I say they go in, they go in, and I love it. I love it because I. 
Especially try to one about OnlyFans and different stuff like that because I almost said my thoughts. Oh, I seen only when fans. they was talking about OnlyFans, yeah. and I was like, they were talking about it so positively. They, it is positive. What's wrong with it? I didn't say it wasn't positive. Because I, I just said they were talking about, about it positively, one, and I was like, no, you know, integrity. What is... you gonna post on it though? Oh, oh, this is your fight with me. I gotta be real, right? <laughs> <laughs> You gonna get wild on that motherfucker? No, I wasn't gonna get wild. No, oh, okay. No, You're not gonna no, make no money no, then. No, no, no. See, that's the conversation we gotta see, have about let me see. fans. I don't know if I'm not doing too, too much that because it's crazy that I, I really have fans and I did not know that. And I have them I agree. asking questions like, what you got? I subscribe to whatever you got going on. And so let's just say, like, the for example, like Gigi was saying on lip service, like, People, we be on Instagram, we be on social media, and we post pics anyway. You know what I'm saying? You'll send a, a guy a picture or whatever. You, we'll post. Well, I don't, I don't send news. I don't know how to take stuff like that. But females send pictures and do stuff anyway. Why not get paid for it? And so it's like you got fans, and they want to see you. Not necessarily taking a picture because I wouldn't be all out the way with it. But shit, if I got a little ass and a little thigh, what is wrong? Because I'm free to post it on so social media anyway. So you wouldn't anyway. get on OnlyFans and, and 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 get the people they really want. Like, okay, I tease. So, I'm not gonna get them all away. See, and I'm but, gonna tell you, I got, I got, I got niggas that fuck with OnlyFans, uh, and I'm gonna tell you straight up. Like, I did a whole episode about this. It's uh, on YouTube. Y'all can go check it out. I'm gonna but, check uh, it out. But uh, my nigga Damo, he said straight up, he's a huge OnlyFans uh-huh. like customer, huge. He said straight up, like, he was like, I'm tired of niggas talking about why you get on OnlyFans when we got Pornhub. He said, nigga, I know these bitches. Uh, he said, that's why he fuck with OnlyFans. Yeah. But, um, you know, I got his account login. I got the information to all his shit. <laughs> but <laughs> I got his account login. So, you know, I done been in there a couple mm-hmm. times. I looked at his DMs. Damo, I ain't gonna lie. Damo, he be lying and shit, but Damo real nigga. Damo was on there telling bitches straight up, like, hey, if you if you want my money next month, you better bust that shit open. Um, like he was telling us straight up, like you better stick that dildo as far up your asshole as you can. But see, that's him and his and what he like. That's most niggas that's on there though. That's subscribing. I but see, I, I I don't know. That's my only portion. I don't know. I wanted to test the theory because I kept getting like it, getting it, and I'm like. Nah, that's against my like integrity. My but thing see, is integrity. But you can do Patreon though. You can do Patreon. And I remember when you Patreon said Patreon has a better yeah. So I think it's, it has it's a just, better reputation. That's it. I just think it's the stigma. But I was like, I may play with it a little bit because I I get I get people talking to me about, it, especially IG. IG my IG world is a little different. Yeah. And them fellows, I be like, whoa, wait a minute. You know what I'm saying? And they're like, what you got going on? They offer, but I ain't I ain't no money type person. Y'all niggas better be glad I ain't. Taking, I ain't like that. Hey, I ain't gonna I lie. Would eat it up. I but would I'm not. not like I that. would not be mad at you for fucking with the OnlyFans, but you gotta go ham though. Nah, I ain't going ham. Cause I seen <laughs> some stuff. I'm a, and I could say, you know, I, I watch porn. You know, I watch porn, and then sometimes you'll come across the accounts, and they'll put portions of their OnlyFans video on there. Uh-huh. And what they be doing? Mm-mm, I ain't doing all that. I ain't. I ain't. I ain't doing all that. But I believe I do a little something. something. Could I make it work? I believe I could. But like like a couple news shoots or something. No, no. Halfway news shoots. Halfway probably. Probably play with it a little bit. But integrity, I tell my friend, integrity is keeping me from being rich. Cause I have a whole I have integrity. I, I don't want to compromise. Think, I think it. respect is more important than being rich though. Listen. But the thing is, why would I lose respect? Because I did this. Why? We we in a totally different society now. 
So it would, I would be looked upon different, but it's just like, I wouldn't expect that. But me, it's like, Rashonda, But would you feel really? good about yourself doing something like that? I would. I'm going to keep it real. I don't care about shit like that. I don't want to be all wild with it. Now. I don't want to do all that's that. That's what I'm asking. Like I just want to do something like soft. Soft, whatever. Nah, that's not what they want. Light. They, they want they want you to have a dildo uh-uh. fisting oh, in your really? ass. No, 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 no. I don't think so. Not I, not for the, the for my fans. And I, I and I. No, 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 no. I wasn't talking. I was speaking of like people that enjoy Honestly, that type of content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, you don't got. They don't always have to have that hardcore shit going on. It can be some soft, seductive shit. You got just a woman on there just running water on her titties, and nigga be all right with it. You, it ain't yeah. all that hardcore stuff. She could probably be, um, like my homeboy said. He was like, he seen an account where a girl just had a camera on her, but she had shorts on. And she was cleaning up the house, mm. and the camera was on her. She's got shorts on. It's That's the visual. Crazy. It's the visual. So let's just say I got shorts on. I'm cleaning the house, and I got and I'm, I'm right in the camera. And a man, I want to watch that, and he and he and he gets. He don't say he he only have to get off on it. He may just desire to look at it. Why not pay five six dollars? What, what's wrong with that? You ain't gonna I miss agree. that money. I agree. You know why not? And then guess what you said? It makes it more personal because I know I know of her more than I know somebody on Pornhub or what all the other sites. Yeah, whatever. I don't think it's that bad. I'm going to keep it real. But I, I'm not going to do it. I already didn't talk to God about it. And so I done left it alone. Yeah. That's what I was going to get into next about that topic. Um, As far as do you feel like let's say someone is on those sites and mm-hmm. they're making some good money off those mm-hmm. sites. Do you feel like they should be mad because a man doesn't want to date them because of that? They shouldn't be mad. But they know that comes with territory because a lot of guys, they are territorial. They are. I'm not. I wouldn't even Facts. say insecure, but they just territorial. They don't want what they. They don't want they woman. Let me pause you real quick. Go ahead. That's why I knew you'll be a good podcaster because you're already saying the answer to why I asked you that. Because <laughs> the reason why I asked you that is because I I seen a woman say, "Oh, this man didn't want to date me because I got an OnlyFans. He's insecure." You got a difference. Insecure, territorial. Insecure means he's 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 wondering why you're doing what you're doing. He doesn't yeah. feel significant enough to have trust in what you're doing. So he's feel like there's a lack on his end. So yes. But if you got a man that's full and strong and confident, he just like, you my bitch. You know, like yeah. I don't want no other man looking at you. You shouldn't be doing all this shit on, you know, to get money. Hey, I, I, I got money, oh I, I got yeah. what you need. Why are you doing this? Then then that that's different. But I don't I don't. I think she should know what comes with the territory, so she shouldn't get mad. Respect it or check it. It either keep it moving. Yeah, I think I think people throw that insecure word around way too goddamn much. Oh yeah, because y'all, but they all mean they are very insecure. I that's one of my oh, yeah, questions facts. that I ask when I meet somebody. Yeah, facts. <laughs> that's a question I'm like, because I ask them, how do you how do you feel about someone that gets attention? You know, and that lets me know they're jealous, they're insecure, envious. What off they, they answer all that. So they're like, well, I don't care. I'm confident in myself. Okay, we'll see. Well, hell, you know, yeah, hell no. I don't, I don't like that. Well, okay, good. Well, you can't talk about me. You can't talk to me. Because. <laughs> Men have weird insecurities, though. Yeah. Like, women have insecurities that's, like, written all over their face. Mm-hmm. Men have deep-rooted written insecurities that's wild. Face. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Men insecurities be wild. Face. Like, 
a nigga a nigga wear a hat every day because because he got a fucked up hairline. Like that should be wild. <laughs> what the hell they cover? What you mean you got a fucked up hairline? Of course you wanna cover it up. Nah, hell nah. Man, fuck that shit. I was born with a fucked up hairline. <laughs> I ain't got a hat on right now because I'm trying to hide it. I got a hat on just because I like this hat. Oh, you know but what that's saying? you. You but know what Niggas they be go- sad. Like, man, I got a homeboy. I can say his name because I be jiving on him on, on Instagram. But my nigga Damo, nigga go get his hairline sprayed on every day. Every day. Every day. My nigga goes to the barbershop every day and spends $7. Little young nigga that um I did an interview with recently, he's a barber. Wow. He sprays his hairline on every day for $7. Wow. That nigga wake up every day, go to that barbershop, get his hairline sprayed on, and go out his day and just thug. When he don't got it, hats. See what he... That's, and he doesn't think that's insecurity, though. Uh, I don't know. Would you call that insecurity? Hell yes. That's the, that's but, the biggest insecurity. But if he wants to look a particular way, why... It means he's insecure in his look. First off, he's a man. And why he can't be into his look? There's there's a difference between men and women. Like, but why he men, cannot be into his looks though? He he can he can be into his looks, but you also have to have shit that you care about more than others. Like your looks can't be top three. Uh, yes. That's wild. No, no. Your looks yeah. top three. Yes. Let me tell you something. Looks are yeah. Perception As a is man. everything. Yes. Now it shouldn't be number one. Top three though shouldn't be number one. Looks now, because if a man think he the prize, because I was gonna say five, but I said three. No, it because long, long. it can be in the top five, but not top three. Yeah. Top three is kind of wild. No, I don't think so. No, like you should want to be stronger before you want to be cute. <laughs> Look how you said be cute. <laughs> yeah, because it's like my nigga, why you want to be cute? What's why, up with you? But why is he cute? Because he wants to ensure that his appearance is kept. First off, I didn't say he was cute. <laughs> oh, my, bad. <laughs> my bad. Okay, you nah, got I'm it. joking. I'm joking. He <laughs> isn't cute, but I'm joking. But uh, but uh, appearances is everything, and I ain't gonna lie. I I think I think one of my biggest issues is I don't give a fuck about that. No, shit. you. That's you. Yeah, because you already said you somebody said that shit to me Friday night. They was like, they were like, damn, son, we was in high school, you was fresh as hell, got them whoop, whoop, whoop. I was like, hey, bro, I just don't give a fuck, nigga. But what, what, what brought that change though? Because I remember you said about your hair, you don't care about your hair being good, you don't care about this. You just like, fuck it, let go. Yeah, I think, I think, I think what brought that out of me is like when I was young, man, I brought every pair of shoes that came out. I got them. I used to care about all that stupid ass shit. This right here brought that out of me. Like, I started figuring out what I wanted out of life and what I like. And I was like, I don't care about this shit. Mm. Yeah, all this shit brought that shit out of me. And I was like, I don't I don't care about that shit I used to care about. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm going to get a haircut and shit. But that's your top priority. I'm going to be honest. When I do get haircuts, I don't have that confidence men have. You don't feel like, oh shit, I get my hair cut, come on. I'm like, oh, I'm shopping in the mud. Line my line fresher than a lot of you niggas. <laughs> I don't be giving a fuck. First off, I always had a fucked up hairline. <laughs> like, since I was born. I got a mean-ass widow's peak. Uh-huh. Like, a mean widow's peak. Uh-huh. So, like, I just don't. I just don't give a fuck. Like, I get haircuts and just be like, eh. And even when, like, I used to get haircuts consistently and I had deep-ass waves, I still ain't feel like how other niggas feel. 
So kind of like so I be joking on Maine. Maine get a haircut and that nigga be, be like fresh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be taking selfies and shit. Yeah. I be like I be like damn man. I just be joking though. I know. You, know, you can do that shit, but. I don't be feeling like that. I just be like, yeah, whatever. So what do? What what is it that makes you feel like, damn, on my shit, I'm feeling good. What is it? Cuz obviously it's not material or appearance thing. So what make you feel like I that? I think I think my confidence comes from like within. Like I feel I feel good when I help somebody do something and they're able to like accomplish a task. I'm mm-hmm. a natural born leader. Mm-hmm. So that shit makes me feel like incredible. Mm-hmm. So like I'm just I'm just deeper with that shit. Like that surface level mm-hmm. shit. I'll be like, don't get me wrong though. I have no problem being around women that like enjoy beauty shit. Mm-hmm. Like I get it because it's like, Shawty, you don't give a fuck about cigars. Mm-hmm. You don't care about sports cars. Mm-hmm. And that's the shit I care about. Mm-hmm. But like we ain't gotta like the same shit. Mm-hmm. But like a man that cares about that type shit, it's just weird. Like, I guess it's kind of like we were talking about upbringing. Mm-hmm. I grew up in the country. Mm-hmm. I was boar hunting at four years old. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm jumping out of trees, jumping on pigs, cutting their throats at four years old. Oh, wow. So I don't understand a man that can't be a man. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's like, nigga, you really like kept by getting your feet done that much? Yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong. You can get your feet done. That's fine. But you nigga, you posting too. online and getting your feet done? I was in a nail shop one time and it was two men getting their eyebrows arched, which they was waxed. It was getting waxed. And I was sitting in the chair and I was like, I'm kind of uncomfortable. Do they supposed to be getting their do they supposed to be in here getting their eyebrows waxed? Or is that the norm? I had someone on my podcast recently, I'm not gonna say their name, and they had their eyebrow their eyebrows waxed and I didn't know what to say. <laughs> Cause I wanted to say something about it so bad, but I was like You could tell it was lined up. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'll show you off camera. Gotcha, gotcha. But I was like, what the fuck, my nigga? But doesn't make it wrong because they're into their appearance. But what if they have like a unibrow? Why they have grow out? Like, what is like it's nothing wrong want to be meant like like nice. You, you know reach- what I'm saying? You reached a good topic. It's a big difference between like, you know, being confident and being insecure. Okay. Like a lot of men do that shit because they super insecure. And it's like, my nigga, why are you so insecure? Like, you ain't gotta have your eyebrows done. Like, don't get me wrong. When, when right women do me. it, it's beautiful. Like it shows it shows more of the facial features. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. I get it. But men, it's like, nigga, what you doing that for? Like it's my nigga, you can be a little hairy. So men get manicures. You're like, what the fuck you getting your nails manicured for? Yeah, my mom actually pissed me off. She went to a baker one time and she was like, He reminds me of you. Y'all got the same car. And um I had linked up with homie on some investment shit. And I noticed this nigga had his nails done. And uh, I was like, oh, my mama think I'm a pretty nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, that shit kind of gay. Like, nah, nigga. Like, that rather, nigga, that's gay. gay. Yeah, like, straight up. Like, that shit kind of gay. Like, you can have your nails done and shit. Like, I'm one of the type of niggas, like, I ain't going to have no dirty nails and no shit. But mm. we, we, not, we not going to get jail coats. Like, we not going to do that. That's weird. I had a friend, um, and he was, uh, he's an awesome guy, but what threw me off when he was like, baby, you know, your eyebrows are pretty, your, baby, them eyelashes are popping, you know, like, and I'm, I'm used to a man, man, uh, man, yeah. ain't no man telling me my eyelashes are pretty, like, come and say, oh, baby, your eyelashes are pretty, that threw me off, so I was being to question, like, is that normal? 
Like we talking about this like so that's Today so that's, is weird. I'm gonna be honest, like today you don't know. Cause like some niggas is is But is what into if he that. do but what if he really like, damn them eyelashes popping for real? He should be able to say that and not feel like oh she gonna think I'm gay. Or she think I'm feminine. But you don't think it's weird that he even noticed that? I'm glad you called that out. And this was the thing. He noticed it. So every time I got my eyebrows arched or even switched my lashes or something, he noticed it. And I was like, thank you, baby. But it was, I was like, oh. I always, I always think about like them weird videos, like little prank videos and YouTube couples do where it's like the man in, in the living room playing the video game and Shawty come in and be like, you know, there's something different. And he'd be like, Oh yeah, you got a new dress, and she'd be like, "No, nope. no, no, no," <laughs> and he'd be like, "Oh, well, you uh, such and such," and then ultimately, like, she wants him to notice that she got her eyebrows arched, and he's like, "Nigga, how the fuck I'm supposed to know that?" Because her face look cleaner. You're not paying attention to her face. We don't look at that. Like, we can look you dead in your face, and like, we don't care about that. Some. That's for women. No, there's not. There's there's no such thing as that for women. No. Like as far as like looks goes. I mean, I'm saying if you if you, I think it's just being in tune because if you saying see, I guess it's, it's contra- I contradict myself and it's it's a case by case scenario. If a man like oh baby you got your eyebrows, you may question and be like oh he paying attention or yeah, maybe you change yeah, your yeah. hair. I like your hairstyle. Like oh you paying attention, but it's like uh, you paying attention too much or. Why are you looking at that? You supposed to look at that? It makes you wonder. It's weird. It makes you wonder. And then this person, he he actually was considering himself the prize. And I'm like, nah, nigga, I'm the prize. And he thought he was more <laughs> of a prize than I was. And I'm like, no, nigga, I am the prize. Yeah. See, I'm not going to be in competition with you on this one, okay? So I think that's what we <laughs> we get that, we draw that line. Because it's like, who, as long as the woman is the prize, that's going to sound funny for me. For me, for me to say that. That's cool, but if he getting to thinking he the prize and he this and he that, he better looking or stand in the mirror longer. That's where the question come in at. Like, yeah, what you, what you got that's where on, that's where it get weird when like men start. Uh, like I got friends that do that shit where they start being like, um, she better be happy to have me, nigga. Like what? Or they be like, man, I ain't giving no more dick away for free. <laughs> <laughs> like what my nigga my nigga you sound like a little hoe like when i say hoe people be thinking i'm talking about females no i'm talking about a hoe like mm-hmm. that shit can be a man or a woman yeah. like you sound gross saying like i ain't giving no more dick away for free but like what but that's nigga? not a bad that's not bad though but what if you got good dick what if you man i don't give a like? fuck nigga go get a job <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Go get a job. Talking about Five I ain't giving no dick away for free. Yeah. <laughs> Especially come around a nigga like me. Like, I'm sitting around like. And you ain't on that shit. I'm not on that shit at all. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, what, nigga? Don't get me wrong now. I, I always been Mr. I ain't fucking with no bitch that ain't got shit to offer me. Mm-hmm. I always been that. Mm-hmm. But I'm definitely not the nigga that, that, that be like, oh, if I put my dick in a bitch, she better pay the light bill. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm what not that voice? neither. <laughs> Cause what that's how they be sounding. On? They be like, yeah, "My bitch gonna respect me." <laughs> like that's how they be sounding, like some old hillbilly ass. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit just lame and fuck. Like, bro, if you don't live your motherfucking life, don't nobody owe you shit. Oh god. That's how I feel. Like it's not about the sex. Like, don't nobody owe you shit. Mm. I don't know why people think like, "Oh, I'm a man, so she better re- respect me as that." Like, nigga, it's not even about gender. Nobody owes you shit. That's true. 
That's true. And the sooner that they realize that, they they'll get better, be better off. Better off. No expectation. So from that, like you say, I have a saying is appreciation over expectation because I was once in a place you would think like, why this person don't do this? Why this person don't do this? Why? And you're like, nobody owes you nothing. Yeah. Nobody owes you nothing. And if they do, you have to be appreciative and grateful. But I don't owe you. I don't know if call it even. I don't owe you nothing. Fair exchange. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> Meeting halfway. Well, yeah, before we get off of here, we got to talk about this detox tea, though. I've been rambling like a motherfucker on this shit, but this shit been great, though. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's been great. But um, let's talk about this uh, this tea mm-hmm. and what you got going on right now. Yeah, so um, the detox, this I ate so detox tea. So let me tell you, it's, everybody have their take on detox teas and, and supplements and things like that. This is just a product where, just, where someone can just take. Just like they'll go buy something out the store. However, this just, to me, this is more... Is better, but it detoxes you, cleans your body out. Let me ask you this: When the last time you had a detox? When the last time you said you you buy you drinking, smoking, eating? Oh yeah, my body's disgusting. When is the last time you said let me let me give a little break and let me clean my body out? It's been probably like a year and a half, two years. Wow, you need to you need to yeah yeah, yeah I'm fucked need, up yeah you need to check it out because this is the thing you know all kind of things breed in our gut. All diseases breeding our gut. We have intestinal sludge. We have medicine residue. We have food. Even though you regular, you have food in our upper part of our intestines that's still sitting there. Especially if you're a heavy meat eater. So mm-hmm. you got, we got food red meat that still sticks in your body, and we're not getting it out. That stuff is rotten, and then of course is getting into our bodies. And then we're, you know, we're we're getting the guys. I hate guys with bellies, protruding bellies, or you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and look. I, I'm a big girl and I lost weight and, and I get guys like, oh, you lost weight. Now you can't say that. Let me tell you something. It is what it is. It's nothing. Huh, let me give you a tip for the fellas. It's nothing sexy about a man that's not healthy. Mm. It's nothing sexy about a man that's borderline hitting on diabetes and by high blood pressure and got all kind of conditions going on. It's nothing sexy about that. So you could we could you could act like health is not okay. You can act like that belly is okay. You can act like other stuff is okay. Yeah, it is, but eventually that shit gonna come into play. So let's prevent this shit before we even even go that far. You can detox your body. You don't have to do tea. I'm gonna keep it real. I'm not no person to say, oh you gotta have this detox tea. There's numerous ways you can detox. This just happens to be something that I have a good experience with. Cleanse your body out the mild level and nothing but nine herbs in it. It's nothing like gonna have your stomach hurting you balling up when you gotta calculate how you go out because you don't want to use the bathroom on yourself it's nothing they cleanse your body out and just happen to design for you to lose five pounds in five days and with me consuming this tea and a few other products nutribirds and nrg i lost 85 pounds just incorporate in with better eating and being physical and you ain't even gotta be eating the best of the best just eat better and be mindful and moderate drink your tea shit you're good to go Mm. You're good to go. And that's what it does. Feeling lighter, lighter on your feet, your mind. How's your clarity? How's your focus been? Oh, uh, you talking about me since I've been in my bag? Um, I'm saying, well, I'm saying like lately, like how's your focus? Do you Have you always had just like clear focus or sometimes it get fogged or sometimes you're just like, I don't know. Honestly, just, lately since I've been eating bad and I've been drinking a lot, my shit been fucked up. It's bad. fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Bad. And build up. Is something that called build up in your body from the foods, the alcohol, the smoke, 
just going outside and healing stuff. Some things you just can't you just can't avoid. Mm-hmm. All that stuff getting your body and it and it messes with you. You are you're creative. You don't need nothing blocking anything you got going on. So you 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 you'll be in whatever mind state. You you need you need your mind to be clear because you got shit to do. You yeah. gotta have stuff you got to drop, especially you dropping every Tuesday. Just imagine if your body was clearer on a more healthy state. Just imagine all the more creative ideas you can come up with. Just imagine. Just just take a minute to imagine my dad. You fucking playing still. Yeah. So it's like just cleanse your body. And this is what this tea does. I just happened to find a business in it because I was looking for extra income. We talked about me having five kids earlier. Shit, I got five kids. I, I took myself off of a, a government assistance. So I don't get housing and section eight and food stamps and Medicaid. I don't get that. Working with T Mobile, my <laughs> I don't get none of that. So I had to figure out a way. That kind of bring another stream of income in. And this just happened to supplement some of my income. So that's just really it. Like the best thing, like it's it's, it's so it's so simple and cool. Like network marketing is the best. That's the better way. But anyway, that's another topic another day. <laughs> How I love you get into marketing. that though to like what brung you into that? Well, um what I what I was listening to one of my one of my mentors and he said something about it's always in your blood. I didn't know that till just a few days ago. Um, I've always been introduced to opportunities. I've even joined different companies. I just happen to, when people say, hey, um, I have an event. I want you to get on a call. Like, hey, I'm having something in my house and they don't really tell you what it is. Nine times out of ten, it's a network marketing opportunity. And yeah. so I went because I'm like, oh, they done hit me up and say, hey, I got this. Show up. Or, hey, I'm going to send you this and look at this. So I did it and then bought into something. I never worked it until um, I was listening to Tony Robbins. And I knew that network marketing would be a way for me to have job freedom and financial freedom. Because I dropped out of school 11th grade. You know, my options are limited by me dropping out of school. You know what I'm saying? I just got my GED seven years ago. Mm-hmm. So I'm not a college person. So Am I gonna stay at my job and 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 work my way all the way up and to have this a hundred thousand dollar career at myself at the time? I'm like, ah, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna be real. I don't know if I'm ever make it up that ladder because, as I know today, everything is political. It's politics. You gotta do a you gotta do a lot of politicking to get promoted within a company, you know. But Network marketing provides you a product or service, and you can you can have a company take care of the overhead, the marketing, the shipping, and the only thing you do is buy into it a little bit, and you're able to make an income. So it's not necessarily the company. It's just like, okay, what can you do to work this? So they provide you a compensation plan that you can work just like a college. So it's like you studying to be what you studying to get the income that you want, right? And you just work it and then you you be able to get it but you compress your time so let's say versus you waiting 10 years to get that promotion that's gonna get you that sixty thousand dollars a year technically a network marketer average of six seven years they can be a five six figure and if they work if they work the compensation plan right like if they really do it mm-hmm. yeah they can really do it like and i'm talking about big time money my mentor stormy willison shout out to my girl like multi <laughs> multi-millionaire yeah. Off of network marketing. And she used that money from network marketing to fund her other businesses. So, like, a lot of people, they want they want to have their businesses. They want to have these dreams. But where the money coming from? Yeah. You got to figure out a way to compensate. Where the money coming from? You have a wealthy family. 
You have family that can give you money that can just say, huh, you, you want to start a business? Let me give it to you. Fuck no. The average person don't have that. You know, coming from like where I'm coming from, that's all they did was work. Two, three jobs. My grandma said, you need to stop that and get you a second job. Then I'm going to be taking way more time for my kids. And you complain about me not being around my kids all the time. So what the hell am I going to do? <laughs> damn if I do. Damn yeah, if I don't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want to save money. Well, where the money going to come from if I'm pinching out my check? Where the money going to come from? What? Where the money going to come from you to build your dreams? I'm asking the question. <laughs> you always had these entrepreneur spirits, though? Huh? I said you always had these entrepreneur spirits. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I just tapped into it. I, I tapped into it three years ago, and that's how I met Kobe. Um, I was in a coaching community called Grind Chat, mm -hmm. and, and I was looking for something to help me because I didn't have nobody around me to help me. I'm looking at TV. I'm getting people off of TV, Tony Robbins and different people trying to get ideas because nobody around me could help me. They felt sorry for me. You got five kids. You, you know, you, you got your GED. You know, you work it, you make it $8 an hour. You know, you stay in in the projects you know and they just like nobody had nothing for me and so i'm like i have five girls it has to be a better way like i'll be damn if my girls grow up and they they're subject to what i am mm -hmm. teenage mother high school dropout my dad died when i was six weeks my mama been in and out of prison my mama get out next month i was in prison three years my grandma done died, died late. You know, just like, who gonna, how my children gonna have a way? I mm. fail as a parent if I don't make a better decision for myself. And that's where it came in. So watching Tony Robbins and different stuff, it was like network marketing. And I was like, yo, this gonna be my way. It's real, it's, un it's un untraditional. Everybody don't see it like that. Oh, it's a pyramid scheme. It's this, it's that. But it's some good in it. Let me see. Can I work it? People call everything a pyramid scheme, though. Everything isn't a pyramid scheme. Absolutely not. But that's the that's how people are uh, constructed to think. You know, but your job is a pyramid scheme. Your family could be a pyramid scheme. Anything could be a I pyramid scheme. I never thought scheme. about it like that, but you're right. The people at the top eat. The people at yeah, the bottom eat yeah, the shit. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. And, the, and the beautiful part about network marketing that I've been sharing lately is that it's nothing but group economics. If you can put $50 in for a loom, how people had to, they go through their loom phase, you can be a network marketer because it's all, if you're an influencer, slim, you're an influencer. Influence marketing, network marketing goes hand in hand. Mm -hmm. It goes hand in hand. Find a project, find a product or a service. Your, use your influence with people. You will make money with your influence. This shit is real. Like, yeah. it's real. Especially today. It's way Absolutely. easier Absolutely. The society when we are in influential marketing, social media is everything. Social media is a whole business. Everything is influential. So it's like if you can take that and then apply it with that, you can compress your time and you can get the money to desire. But they look at it. People look at it funny. But, hey, I ain't here to convince nobody no more. <laughs> either they want to do it or not hello it? either you want to do it or you don't i'm going to do it yeah so i am going to be a man i am going to do it yeah, network marketing up, will be talk the way will be the way that i do it i you just can't say i never uh uh, uh gave you the opportunity mm. you know it's like it's nothing but group economics it's a skill set 
if I'm a sales, that's what got, that's what, that's what I learned. I'm in sales. Sales gave me the biggest income I ever had in my life. Me bringing four, five thousand dollar checks home from my natural gift. Selling? <laughs> me? Boom. I lost weight. I lost what these products. So the only thing I'm doing is showing off my weight loss, my weight loss products, and I can get money. Well, I can sh share my results. But from you the know, products people that love I that use. though. They see you lose weight, and they're like, "Oh, how you did that?" Exactly. Girl? Guess what yeah. I say, Slim? I'm so glad you asked me. <laughs> 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 I'm so glad you asked me, and I be like, "Boom, X Y Z," and they be like, "Oh, bet, 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 bet." Here I go from zero dollars, zero dollars, spent every dollar I had. Boom, hundred fifty. Boom, two hundred dollars. Boom, five hundred dollars. The pandemic. I quadrupled my student stimulus money. I took my stimulus money and I spent all that. I, I spent all that into my business. I spent in the products. I quadrupled my money. See, the thing is, see, with this COVID, see, people got to understand that shut a lot of storefronts down. People didn't stop spending. They just channeled how they spent. Correct. So they went to online sales. So the e-commerce community didn't lose a dollar. People up all type of night. Their schedule was off. They working, ain't working, whatever, whatever. They up, they spending money. They got to they gotta, uh, divert their energy to something else. They spending online. I mean, I bet this momentum. TLC went pew. Other industries, pew. Online, pew. Drop shipping. If you ain't doing that with drop shipping, you dead. Yeah. Come on, but hey, that's another story another day, hey. Nah. I, I get passionate I, about I'm that. I'm right there with you because uh, as <laughs> soon, soon as this shit happened, I lost a lot of clients, Jeez. and I was like, oh, I got to get it, my oh, nigga. Oh, yeah. And my business started going up after that. Oh, yeah. I started thinking of different ways. Like, that's that's why I started selling merchandise. Mm. People don't even know that. Like, I started selling merchandise because this COVID shit hit, and I was like, bro, I got to find a way to make some money. Mm -hmm. And I think I sold, like, like 50 shirts my first day. Wow. And I was like, oh, I can do this shit. Look, I can do this. So just shit. imagine if you take that, they have different type of type of network comp marketing companies. They have four eggs, not just to be throwing names, but that's that's trading foreign currencies. So you are very intellectual. That's a skill set that you can learn. You can make money mm -hmm. off of that. You can work their compensation plan. Next thing you know, you a five six fit figure owner. That's not foreign. That's very obtainable. Mm -hmm. Like learning, saying yes, you're gonna do it. And the reason I feel so confident because I went to Atlanta and I went to a training, and the only thing that the trainer talked about was mindset. That's why I feel I'm, I'm so confident right now because it's all about mindset. Once you set your mindset, find you a good company. I don't care if it ain't something that you do, find you a company that suits your lifestyle, work the compensation plan. And just, I don't think I just want you to buy me a Or create something like your just own. Buy me a, just buy me a $3 bundle at McDonald's. That's all I ask you for. Just, just buy me a love of a double cheeseburger bundle. That's it. Because <laughs> you're going to be like, whoa, whoa, yes, yes. It's uh -huh. real life in the streets. And then you're going to have something else that's going to happen again. Like another outbreak is going to happen again. What what, what are we going to do if our job say this time? What team over tell me they can't pay me? Because mm -hmm. companies shutting down. And guess what they learned too, Slim? What I also peeped at it. They learned in ways that they can survive with less empl employees. I can get people working from home. I can shut this department down because say, hey, I don't went, I don't went without this department, or this company, this amount of employees for a certain amount of times. Hmm, how can I cut some back so we can, we can, uh, you know, meet our our quarterly goal when it comes to, our, you know, with finances. You think they won't cut your job off? Fuck, they will. <laughs> That's Shoot. Facts. 
So you got, I just, I'm just somebody that knowing that, see, my grandma died, that changed my life, my mindset, because I don't have nobody to depend on no more. You got to run out of money. Grandma, give me a little money. Grandma, I need to put something in your name, because I can't put this in my name. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can't do that no more. I, I, I have to figure it out. So it's like, let me stay in the curve or above the curve, but not behind. And network marketing is definitely one. E-commerce, getting, selling something online is definitely one. Like, I'm, I got a whole idea that I want to create. I just need to get it together. But online is the way. Online is the way. If you ain't online, you ain't doing it. Either sell or be sold. Sell or be sold. I love you talking about that because a lot of people need to hear something like that so they can get the spark for them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's definitely going to bring the spark out of them. But tell the people where to find you. Well, you can find me on Facebook, Rashana Taylor. Instagram, uh, what is it? Miss Taylor to you. Um, also, my podcast page as well, Big Girl, Big Talk. Big Girl, <laughs> Big Talk. That's right. <laughs> Y'all check me out. Y'all check me out. Another episode of Sit Down with Slim, man. We out. And we out.